episode 11 of Stakes This High, the Oy. Black Nerd, Nerd Podcast. Yo, how about you You intro yourself? We are back. We are. I am at Doc Midnight. I am Terry Gant, Doc Midnight, Dread October. I am out here. We are doing this again. I am glad to be back. This is the first episode of the new year. You are. I am Troy Hunter, a.k.a. Tall Black Guy, Ill Gates up in the area, not fixing your computer. Yo, so we up in here, and it's the first show of 2016, and we're glad, and people are asking, oh, when y'all going to get another show? When another show? We tried a couple times <laughs> to actually get another show going, and it just did not work. Things. <laughs> things got in the Life. way. I mean, as it is, like, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. I know a lot of podcasts do their thing like once a week and shit, right? Hmm. But we don't, me and Troy don't live near each other. We record from the shop, which means if we do this on any given day every week, then every week I'm in the shop later than normal. And sometimes I just got to get home because enough. Brothers got to get home. I got to go home. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just things. Things got, life. my schedule is my schedule. I got a life. I got I to gotta maintain a life. Because this is not Stakes is High, the Divorced Black Nerd <laughs> Podcast. This is not that podcast, son. For me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to edit that out. All right. Yo. But we've been trying. I forgot about that shit. We've been trying. <laughs> it's been a minute. But anyway, we, so we're going to hit y'all right now. We're going to get right into it because we got a lot to catch up on. We got a lot to talk on. First thing first. Now, since this is the first podcast in a minute. And we've both had birthdays since the last one. So we're going to start off with resolutions slash what we're going to try to do in the next, maybe the calendar year, maybe just the new, right. just the year thing. So resolutions for the 2016 or the new year, All right. doing the thing going forward. Okay. And I'm going to start off and say this is going to be the year of making things, yeah. of getting things done in yeah. terms of and putting stuff out. Because a lot of people, a lot of a lot of friends of ours, a lot of people we know, people are listening, are doing that stuff. They 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 putting it out to the public and everything. It's kind of like cat and high fidelity. It's like you know, you can only be a critic so long before you got to do something. Before yeah. you got to like people may hate it or whatever, but you got to do it. So this is gonna be the year of getting stuff done, throwing it out to the public, and like, look, I did the thing, I made a thing. What do y'all think of the thing? Maybe slide me a couple dollars for the thing. Right. Whatever, whatever. But that's gonna be that's my that's my personal resolution for 2016 slash the the new birth year joint. All right, my resolutions. I actually kind of started them because I, I I am really bad with resolutions that happen in January, like most people. But I'm a little different. Like I I shoot for the moon on some January shit when I get a resolution. Like if I decide I'm gonna build my own electric car from scratch in January. I'm I'm not even drawing cars within a week, so I know not to do that. So what I tend to do, what I did this time was, back in like October, November, I started working on the thing I wanted to be, I wanted to have already drilled into my head come January, January. for the most okay. part, right? So that was my, uh, I paint, so that was my do uh, a painting in my style, one a week to try to get 50 some odd something paintings under my belt come next, by the end of this year, 2016 to be able to do a gallery show okay. with my like Cosmos themed uh, uh, space paintings, right? Okay. But like, you know, January just became a complete biatch. So while I have some done, right. January was the, the month I really didn't paint much because weather is so damn cold, I can't go in the basement. Oh. That's one thing, because you know, I paint like, you know, I go down there and get like fucking, I'm barefoot and 
throwing paint and nah, man, I gotta wear a parkins. Like I gotta, I gotta go down like a damn Eskimo now. So you're not exactly motivated. But in, in the words of Kanye, that interrupts your interrupts your creative process. It does. It does. But like the difference, however, is in January, as it happens, I've been selling paintings. So that say word does work out where. I, I did these things in the fall, right? Right, and and I've been putting them up on Instagram, and people have been digging them, and so I did a few commissions. Okay, and cats actually slid me some money. They, okay, shout out, shout out to you art lovers out there. Yes, thank you, know? you like Medici because kind of family kind of that, art that art works style. out. Right. That totally does work out. It totally helped me out. It's like getting getting slid a couple bucks for something that you did creatively that you love is a big boost to your confidence. Huge, right? Huge. That works out, right? It sets your market for you. Sets a tone, right. you know. And this is the this is the, uh, the 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 next week or so where I get right back at it okay. for that thing. The other thing is I changed gyms. Okay. I was going through this thing. I was telling, my, I was describing my friends as gym wars, right? Where <laughs> I was having a situation. Me and my me and my wife and some friends of ours were members at a local YMCA, which was like fine in general for like a place you can go and do your workout and do some classes. But the main spot we were at, they if you're if you're if you ever think of opening a gym out there, my advice to you is. You, you nerd listeners, if you ever, for the you nerds who might open a gym someday, you are, there are fitness nerds, you know, if right. this happens to be your thing. Keep in mind the customer base you have that works during the day, <laughs> right? Because the customer base that works during the day really needs the, a, a workout schedule and a class schedule that fits, and they're willing to pay for it, right? But if you cut those classes out and kind of crap on those people, in favor of your customer base that does not work, who has nothing but morning free time, <laughs> right? Then what's going to end up happening is cats might have to wander off somewhere, right? So we just we were going to a different Y. That Y, which was very near to my home, if you know where I live, right? decided it was seeing a little too much of people from this other Y <laughs> and changed their policy on how often we could visit. Wow. Did not change it in our favor. Iteration. Right, utter, and complete. A policy that was was twelve no eight times a month, which you could visit this Y from a different Y. Okay. Eight times a month became twelve times a year. Damn. Right. So shout out to LA Fitness, <laughs> <laughs> who who welcomed us. Who who I will wow. say LA Fitness. Look, man, I peep your game, right? You 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 got us in there on some like, don't worry, we'll keep the cost low. We got you. You know, there's four of you all. You're bringing the homies. You're coming through. This is awesome. You, we, they're centrally located. Like, there's one. There's an L.A. Fitness about a block and a half from the shop here. Right. There's an L.A. Fitness two blocks from that other gym that didn't really want us. Right? <laughs> like, they're all over the place. Right? That's yeah. cool. And all I really, like, I'm get, I got to get my workout on hour and a half, and I'm good. Right? Yeah. But these cats, I saw them coming when they were ready to try to sell me on the personal training. Oh, yeah. That's what they, that's what they try to get you. They try to get you on that. So, No. <laughs> we are not getting a personal trainer. And and the guy, like, you know, we had filled out these little forms. And it was like, you know, how long has it been since you last worked out? My form was like, I don't know, three days? Right. Like, the, 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 all, their, all their forms are written as if you've never been to never, the gym ever, in your life, right? Ever. Like, you, you, you don't do this gym thing. We've been doing the gym <laughs> thing for like four or five years, right? So there's another thing where the, the guy signing us up was just upset with me because it was like from a level of one to ten. How dedicated are you to this the getting fit thing? And I circled eight. Because <laughs> I'm a contrarian like a motherfucker. You know me. I, I circled eight. And he's like, eight. Terry, Terry, wait, whoa, whoa, bro, bro. Like, um, 
what, why ain't you a 10, man? Like, you know, if you're really serious about this thing, you're a 10. I'm like, well, but you gave me 10 numbers. Well, why didn't you just it. give me a 10? I mean, you could have you know? gave me one, five, 10. You could have given me one and 10. I would have circled the 10 if that's my choice between one and 10, but you gave me 10 numbers. I circled an eight. He said, well, why, why aren't you, why are you an eight? I said, because, I mean, I like working out and everything. I'm trying to be healthy, but I ain't trying to be the best at sit-ups. You know? What? Box jumps? What did you put? That's how Fitness 19 got me because they, they want you to, to, to quantify your stuff. They say, oh, we noticed you circled the high numbers. That means you need to come in more because you want it, right? You want it more often. So you say you want to come in once a week, but your eight or your above five says that you want to do it more. Man. And I just kind of looked at it like, nah. That's- I circled that eight to tell you who I am. You can stop interpreting that. I've just told you who I am. <laughs> I don't need to explain the thing. I'm done explaining. you I'm an eight. Explaining is done. Right. When you see me, shake my hand. I'm an eight, right? Don't be like, are you a 10 today, fool? I introduced myself as an eight. eight right. <laughs> That's what's up. Let's just go with that. Let's go with that. Roll with that. All right. It's a trap. It's a I know tra- it's a trap. It's a I trap. circle 10, then every time I go in there, somebody goes, you a 10, right? Let's get you to a 12. No, man. No, 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 no. no and then the fact you're going against the rules. You gave me 1 to 10. Why That's am I right. 12? Why am I 12? Now, now you're talking about that 110%. I can do math. 110 only exists. It's not real. It's a fake concept. Fake concept. Fake concept. I'm with that. Um. Okay. So so we doing I'm shit. I'm also dedicated to finish the Skyrim. Dedicated That's going to be a long goddamn time. That's going to be a long goddamn time. <laughs> I'm just, okay, good luck with that. I just got the Skyrim like three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. And the Skyrim has been life ever since. Like, yeah. I had to stop playing Shadows of Mortar because I would play it right before bedtime. And I would go to sleep and be like shanking orcs in my sleep and waking up two or three times a night like, yo, what? Skyrim, Skyrim does make you sort of like, it makes you, even if you got this idea in your mind that you are playing a, basically a good character and you're out there trying to do good things, you, you have to merc so much stuff in this game that <laughs> there's times in which Shit, you make go. a mistake and you kill the wrong thing. Like, I was I was creeping along. Like, I love my... Like, I, I never... I, I thought Skyrim came out last year. I did not know. Like, I don't do video games. I had no idea. I've heard people talking about it. Right. I saw Amazon had it for 10 bucks, and I was like, Shit, that game's a year old. It's a 10-buck game. I'm on it, right? So I fucking go. I order it, and it comes in the mail. I put it in. I stop playing Fallout 3, which... Uh, apparently, it's also an old game. There's even a Fallout Four now. Like a four, yes, you know, because I don't we, do video games, America. We, see, we don't need to get in Fallout Four. I've been through that. I've been. I'm going through that. Yeah, all right. But I'm happy to the same dudes because I already. I kind of knew how the gameplay worked because Bethesda made it right. Yeah, so right. here I am creeping along. <laughs> and Bethesda do what they do. They do it well. They do it right. My my sneak score in this game is mad hot because all I do is creep through the woods, right? <laughs> I, man, creeping on, creeping I, through I the hood, creep through the hood, right, all the time, and I see that there's some wizard-like person. Anytime you see a wizard-like person in Skyrim, kill them. That's what I've learned, because wizard-like people are never your friends. And I, That's I a life see lesson. wizard-like person, you know, shooting some ice bolts or something at a giant, and they're, they're up on a, they're on a, they're in a fort, so they're up on a wall or something, and I can't make out exactly what kind. I'm trying to creep close enough to where I get, like, some form of indication of, you know, whether they're a bandit or a necromancer or a conjurer or whatever. Then I decide, fuck it. I just shoot them with an arrow on the head. Then I get a little alert saying, Whip. I am now hostile with some orcs somewhere. Orcs, I never met a damn orc in this game. <laughs> Suddenly there's orcs now? But see, how, how does I that have an option? I'm how a D&D player. You kill all orcs, right? So I'm like, ah, shit. Like, 
But see, the thing is, how did you know? How did they know? How did those orcs know you murdered our dude way over here? So now we're mad. Well, technically they knew because I had a follower who's a little trigger happy. Who, after I murked the one up on the on the wall, straight went in and just started stabbing cats with a great sword. <laughs> so I was like, so so Ooh. now I got the alert. Okay, that now I'm hostile with these orcs, and I'm like, ah man, that means I had a chance to not be hostile with the orcs. And I'm a good guy. Then I went Harvey Keitel and was just like, fuck it, I'm the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> these orcs got to die, and then I just <laughs> killed a village for the orcs. Right, I went on Anakin Skywalker and shit, and then. I felt bad, so I had to load a previous save. Like, it, like an emotional thing happened, right? Like, I can't tell my wife about this. If I got to tell L that, like, I just rolled up in a village and just killed straight everything. Up went, yeah, I went like, like you know, killed little children, and shit. Like, orc right? Like, you know what I mean? Even the younglings, right? Like, if I went that way, oh. it's gonna be a long night. You know, I'm just, I'm not the man that she that she kissed goodbye when she went to work this morning. So I got to load a previous save. Some <laughs> fucking Skyrim. <laughs> It's never happened before. <laughs> I've never had feelings. I played G3, GTA 3 and just drove cars in a lake for no reason. Right. You know, just all kinds of dumb just, shit I've would, done. Yeah, game. I would just load up games and just do dumb shit and just, yeah. like, not save it. Just it doesn't whatever. matter. I just did some dumb shit. In this game, for some reason, I'm attached <laughs> to, like, my social standing in this world. Thing is, Immortal, you just shank everything. So I guess. You, you're good. You're good. It, it, it says Mordor in the title. Like, there should be no remorse. There, there really isn't. But then you just kind of... There are no good people in Mordor. No. No, they're not. No. Um, there's, like, old people who are like, oh, you murdered the Chosen One. You're like, all right, cool. What, what, what do I have to kill now? Yeah. What do I have to kill? And how would you like me to kill them? Because you've given me many tools to kill them. But then you get an ability brand, which turns them to your side. Right. So you run in, sneak, get some archers and on your side, and then like you jump in the middle of like twenty dudes. They're like, "Oh, it's you!" Right. And then you activate the rain, your little, and they just flip, 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 and you just got. You don't have to hit a lick at anything. You just sit there and like <laughs> carnage. Oh, look, you just got an arrow through the head. Oh, look at you. You. Oh, you're wounded. So I'll finish you off. It's just so. It's it, it's so great, but I cannot play that right before bed. So I had to actually stop. I can I to, imagine. I had to actually stop that, go to NHL 16, and just shoot around in practice mode just for just to cool down, just to wind down. So that's what's up. So 2016, we're doing things. We're doing things. 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 Doing things, and we also support other people doing things. My, uh, my other resolution is I'm, as of, you know, probably March 2016, I'm going to resolve to pay bills on time. I don't pay bills on time. I'm that dude, man. I'm a past due paying motherfucker. <laughs> so I got to like, you know, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, well, mine mostly, you know, one of my best friends is doing a thing, which is trying to help some cats save some money, like not like spend money needlessly and shit. Right. And I'm supporting this, or at least I'm throwing my hat in the ring because I want to like not spend money needlessly because aside from my, my complete admitted lack of discipline with cash, right? Aside from that, I run a small business. Because I'm trying to run one, right? And if I can, if I can tighten my situation up at home, right, right, personally, my own personal situation, right, it will in fact help my business acumen tremendously. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I, and I know I'm being honest here, but like I have, mom, you didn't teach me the best of habits. I'm looking <laughs> oh. at you now. Oh. <laughs> I learned it from you, mom. <laughs> I learned it from you. <laughs> 
So that is an actual 2016 okay. thing. Right. Because, like, you know, we, 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 we know some really interesting folks, right? And there's sometimes right. when I hear, I hear cats out there, man, I see you guys talking about, like, you know, checking out places and I'm going to housewarming parties. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm real tired of going to housewarming parties that aren't my housewarming party, right? And okay. you know, me and my wife ain't getting no younger. You know what I'm saying? Like we need a crib. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm a we're we're okay sending a rent check to another state every month. But real but, talk, black nerds, it might be you know, if if Marvel and DC aren't exactly bringing it in the comic business in terms of trying to get your dollar, put that dollar in your damn pocket. Well, don't. Take some of those dollars to spend them on some other shit in my shop. But the dollars that you ain't spending that don't go to my shop should probably go, you know, into a bank with some down payment. Savings and shit, right? There's, there, there's some grown up shit right there. Grown, that's grown up shit. I'm going to try to, and I say March, because I don't really fuck February. Yeah, February, yeah. yeah. <laughs> February just started. Right. And yeah. I already know yeah. this ain't, yeah, this ain't the thing. So uh, March. What? March. Right, right, March. And that. Skyrim is helping because I'm not really leaving the house a lot. Right. So you, you got entertainment. But there were, there were restaurants that were like places that were on my regular route to go do shit. And I'm settling for Subway because I can get home fast <laughs> with a healthier meal. <laughs> so you are, you are, in, you are, in, you are in this now. Man. You in it. Yeah. You involved. There are many nerds who are so happy because they've been waiting for me to start playing video games. And I basically, I, I'm, an, I'm a tabletop RPG dude. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Right. But, then, game, you, but while you're doing it, so many games have traps. They have like traps and they have traps and puzzles and things like that. And I just I never understood spending five hours trying to figure out how to get through one cave. You know what I mean? Like if you you now I come across a puzzle, I go to the internet. How do I solve this fucking puzzle? I don't want to deal. Like I'm I don't want to I don't want to prove I'm cleverer yeah, than right. some cat sitting in Madison, you know, who programmed said game to tax my nerves. I ain't got time for that bullshit. Right, because you ain't trying to get no, your nerves no, no, Because no, no, games no. are something else for you. No. But as a, as a dungeon master, if I'm playing D&D as a DM, I can tax your nerves for like 10 minutes, and then we get we move on. Right? That's how D&D works. Then we done. Yeah. I ain't got it. Man, I've, I've spent weeks. and I played, man, look, I'm going to tell you the game that broke me. Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> Tomb Raider 2. Broke you. Like broke. That was when I was just like, fuck video games, fuck your puzzles, kiss my ass, fuck your pixels. Your Fuck your pixels. You're I'm done. Laura Croft. I point. left Laura Croft bitch ass in an upside down shipwreck in some room that involves some kind of combination of whatever the shit she had to Indiana Jones her way the fuck out of. I was like, bitch, I hope you got a snorkel. I'm out. <laughs> Maybe your next man can come through and open that door for you. I'm gone. <laughs> Deuces. <sighs> Poor Laura. Nah. 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 <laughs> Don't feel bad at all. Don't feel bad. I mean, you know. So that's when I left. That was when I left video games. Okay. I left. Okay. So Kratos brought me back in. And that was only for a minute. So I rode with my man Kratos for a bit. Mm, Kratos and then was doing PS3 bloody shit. happened to some shit. What was, what was one of those games that's for a platform I didn't own. Because at the uh, time I had a PS2. Right. And I was cool with that because whatever that engine was was fantastic. Yes. Right. It was fine for the time. Right. Yeah. For, for the time. Right. Right. It was fine for the time. I'm with that. I'm with that. Right, what's on our list, man? Let's right. do a thing. So let's do it. That let's see. These uh, nerds don't want to hear my video game woes. Okay. Well, let's talk on. Well, let's see. Let's let's skip on. Let's go on to Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther and both the comic that's that's been written by Tiny Coates, Coates yep. and his, his inclusion, inclusion in Civil War in Civil in the in the 
comic and in the movie, most likely in the movie, in the in the Avenger Civil War. Captain Joker. America, yeah, yeah. Captain America, or Avengers 2.5, mm. which well, there's so many damn superheroes in this Captain America movie, it's not a Captain America movie. But okay. It's like it's like having a like having a rap album where you do guest spots <laughs> on your own album. Huh. Imagine. That couldn't be a thing at all. Um, that would never happen to anyone. That never happened. Um all right, so I know you're gonna be contrarian about the shit, so I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say I am interested to see what he does, what Coates does. Um he's Shared kind of his what he wants to do. Um, this is the first time, obviously, first time draw, um, writing something uh, for comics. Um, interested in that and see what he's trying to do in terms of dialogue, in terms of this kind of setting. You, however, think he's going to be basically a lot of people sitting around the table talking it's, about it's, shit. Well, what he already said was he's going for geopolitical intrigue, which is exactly where Black Panther fails every fucking time somebody launches the book. And I think Tiny Heathcote's, I mean, as a writer, dude's brilliant. But he doesn't write comics, and I don't know if he even reads comics. I suspect he's aware of he Black does. Panther. Like, like the majority of people who've ever walked past a comic book who are black are aware of Black Panther. So, I mean, that's on the top of everybody's favorite black superhero list, right? But, like, I get that. But you should, you should know that there are some things that keep that comic book readers, not for the first issue, but continually, some things keep people continually engaged. Okay. And some things are a trap that will bore them. Okay. Right? Like, I mean, he makes a point. He make he's always made a point since yeah. his early days at like that he reads shit ton of comic books, that he's read them for a long time, and the the thought behind that being that he knows that you can't have an entire book of somebody sitting there talking across right. the table. Without somebody getting knocked the fuck out, right? Without some powers being utilized or something. So sure. the hope is that he'll balance that. There's going to be some, hey, you can't do this thing with. I'm going to make you not do this thing sure. by breaking your shit. Okay, that's the thought. I'm interested to see what he, I'm interested to see what he does. Tell you what, what he has to do is two things. Black Panther has to use the only superpower he's got which is the power to be prepared for everything. Yes. Which means that Coates has to write a Black Panther comic where something is always happening for <laughs> Black Panther to be prepared for, right? He can't write a Black Panther comic that is all about you know, Wakanda and its vibranium and its, its standing in the world and it's the most technologically advanced nation in the world, but we just don't really, I mean, we realize it, we brown people, but you know, the white folks in Manhattan don't realize it, the Avengers don't, like, it can't be that bullshit because I'm not sure if he knows, but he's got to sell this book to white people, <laughs> right? Hmm. I'm, I'm saying that in all seriousness. If this book is going to work, he cannot be waiting for a bunch of brothers to come to a comic shop who don't know who he is to buy a Black Panther comic when they already don't support every Black Panther comic that actually happens out there. Now, there'll be some cats who I already know. Like, I've gotten more guys coming to me saying, we want this book. But those people are also people like us. So I think I can sell a Black Panther comic in my shop. Right. You know, I'm a black comic shop owner with a bunch of, like, educated, you know, into it black dude friends who, if they ain't buying no fucking comics, will buy this book. I can do that, right? But there are with physical shops, I know maybe two other black comic shop owners who might be able to say the same thing. Right. This city 
the, the greater Chicagoland area has 40-plus shops in it. 50-plus, I think, right? Mm. So there ain't a lot of Black Panther there. Like, there's, there's a lot of Black Panther to be had if you're watching, like, some cartoon series where he's done really well or, like, trade paperbacks come out. Like, cats buy those things, right? Right. But the cats who buy those things, in the case of, like, the Christopher Priest series that's on my shelf right now, and the cats who buy that are due to a down... 25 years ago when that shit came out right right that that's a small population so if you're gonna make this work you have to appeal to the dudes who walk in the comic shop look at the shelves and go damn that looks dope right it looks dope i like this character and i'm gonna support this dude right most of whom who won't be black right you gotta be able to do that you know because if you don't, what's going to happen is your numbers are going to be massive on your issue number one because it's a Marvel number one anyway. Right. right? A bunch of brothers are going to be grabbing it because they think it's going to be valuable. Right. Right. Speculators are all over this. <laughs> right? I'm going to have little black moms who are crossing guards come in to put an issue in a bag and board and sock it away from when their little black kid goes to college. They're going to try to sell Tiny East Coats as Black Panther number one. And it's going to be yeah. worth like Just, six bucks, right? right? Like, no. No. <laughs> no. But that's a, that's that's, he, really has to, he has to but use his superpower, which is be ready for ever be prepared, not just ready. In the words of Sugar Free, well, yeah, if, you in the of ready, sugar, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get, get ready. You ain't got to get ready. And that Black Panther's power is to stay ready. Yes, for everything. Now Marvel's already fucked up because there's one damn thing that Black Panther had on his mind to do, and they didn't let somebody already do that shit before Black Panther's book even came out. The one thing on Black Panther's mind in the last year was he needed revenge on Prince Namor <laughs> for some shit Namor did to Wakanda. Okay. Namor tried to destroy Wakanda, right? <laughs> okay. And then some shit jumped off and everybody needed Namor's help and Namor and Black Panther had to work together and Namor thought they was cool because they were sitting around having a drink. And then Black Panther got in that bootay, right? <laughs> right? And then, and then okay. Like, okay. Black Panther left Namor for dead in a parallel universe that was about to be destroyed. It's a thing that actually happened last year, or a year and a half ago, right? Basically, it was, we know this universe is going to be destroyed, and if this universe is destroyed, our, we got to defend our world, our universe next. Okay. Hey, Namor, me and you can go to the other universe, and we're going to do a thing to, like, save that universe from being destroyed, or something. Or something. To protect our own universe, and when they got there, they did the thing, and they, they, they failed. And while they were failing, Panther was like, well, I'm going home, you're not, and left that dude there. <laughs> Specifically, knocked his ass out, threw him off of a floating platform, let him plunge 75 feet, and was like, ghost, bitches. Right? I'm out. I'm out. Now, Namor survived that situation. Of course he did. And someone else murked him. <laughs> Two issues ago in a different book, in the Squadron Supreme book, they killed Namor. Black Panther didn't get a chance to. But Black Panther thought he did. Nah, nah. Nah. <laughs> he had to know he didn't. Nah. He had to know. I'm just saying. Okay. So, Coates has an uphill battle already. Okay. I'm going to support the shit. But if it, if, it, if it really is about the importance of the vibrating, we've seen that story. Yes, we have. If it really is about some damn, you know, I got laser beams coming out of my, my Thundercats headquarters and shit. Shit, yeah. But everybody's walking around in loincloths. We've already seen that shit. I, I'm hoping he's not doing it. I don't. I don't think he's going to do that because that's one thing he noted says he was really sick of when he saw it. When they did like the Black Panther cartoon, or they did some the motion spec work kind of thing, it was, it was like okay. 
Here you have the most technological. The you mean the Hudlin thing? I don't remember who did. There was a motion comic based on Reggie Hudlin's volume one. Okay. I remember there was a thing where it's like they set you up for we got all this technological stuff. And yeah, we still lot you know, we just walking around with the loincloths and right. shit and like wait, 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 hold Honoring on. Honoring tradition and all this. Hold on, B. Like I get it if you're like I don't know, random guards or it's like a ceremony thing, but right. all the people right. got the little dashikis right. and loincloths on B. Like no, um nah. Right. Nah. I mean at the very least we ain't got no Bluetooth in here at least. Like give us that. Can give us that. So I get it. Like I said, I'm gonna support. I'm gonna support one. I'm gonna support two. I'm gonna go on and see where he goes. Yeah. Because he's already like, he's he's enthusiastic about it. Um, Black Panther is one of the things I would check for anyway. Yeah. But it all comes back down to economics. Like, sure. are we selling this book? And by the fact that Black Panther is Black Panther, sure. Is it going to get white support anyway? That's what that's that's the work. Marvel thing. needs to be the ones doing like what Marvel's doing right now is where I see another problem, right? Marvel is basically they got Coates in because Coates has got a little name for himself, right? right? It's the right thing to do. You you go after a dude that cats with disposable income are paying attention to, right? Yeah, know his name. Marvel's never very good at like <laughs> at at really trying to sort of they're they're not bad. In terms of thinking that they need to expand their 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 marketplace, right? They 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 are all about grabbing some marketplace. They're bad at sustaining that marketplace. When Marvel thinks that black people are reading comics, Marvel makes everybody in the fucking universe black, right? They they just go they they mm-hmm. get a big ass black magic marker. Go ham. Everybody's black, right? But they're black for three months, right? They mm-hmm. don't they don't actually follow through yeah. on the reason they actually want to do this thing and get this market share. They're they're bad at that part, right? Okay. This cat's like out there burning up fucking the internets with his great writing and everything. And Marvel's like, oh shit, this guy, right? And they, they get him in, which is awesome, right? But he's in, he's writing Black Panther. This might be the dude you need to do this thing. And there is no real in, in trade press for this. You know what I mean? Okay. Which is to say that in comics right now, there is not Ta-Nehisi Coates, Black Panther, on the inside cover of every Marvel. Comic. Okay, okay, right, right. You see what I'm saying? When I like, like he's he's in Marvel's previews insert for February, right. which is to say that I can order the book in February. It's coming out in April. That's basically what we got. Okay. That is the bulk of what I've seen. There's no. So this is basically on some music on some music industry shit. Like you're not he hyping the next he album. Ain't Deadpool, you know, that's basically what they're saying. Like I got a stack of cards at my desk for for all the shit. Deadpool's got like four fucking books out right now with his name on him. He's got a Deadpool's got a team up team up book with Spider Man. Right. Like you know my you know how I feel about Deadpool. I know how you feel about Deadpool. Right. Like here you just you just captured a cat who might be like in terms of writers and and like current like thought you know what I'm saying like modern thought like cats who are out there doing that. Yeah. You just found the non comics version of Warren Ellis. You know you just got a top thinker right in the game. To come to your comics company, right? You got all this money behind you, and right now the most you can do is issue uh, a standard in-store poster, right? And this ad and previews. You're not, right. You're not hyping that, and you are not saying, "Hey, we're we're Marvel Comics." Black Panther's got to be like, you know, in my opinion, he's like one of your top ten characters. Yeah, right. You you seem to include him in every other damn thing you do. Like you got him in Civil War. Right. He's been in the Avengers since like before I was born, right <laughs> off and on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like 
This Black Panther's the only dude. How many dudes can you name who are hardcore affiliated with the Avengers and the Fantastic Four? Very few. Right? He is now connected to the X-Men thanks to Reggie Hutland's like fucking pandering ass. Right? <laughs> like Black Panther is central. If you if you're doing that that Kevin Bacon list, right? If you go six Black degrees, Panther, okay. Black Panther is all in your shit now, right? He married a prominent X-Man, right? Hung out. He basically just walked into the backs of the building anytime he fucking wanted to. Right. Joined the Avengers by virtue of the fact that he entered the building, kicked all their asses, and they were like, you should stay. <laughs> and you know then, what I mean? And then like, hey, you know, did you happen to, you know, learn anything? No, I was just here to spy on you. That's all. I was just made here to make sure y'all weren't fucking up. Black Panther once in the second issue of the Christopher Priest series punked Mephisto. Yes. So basically, bitch slaps <laughs> Satan, and then... And then when Daredevil's like, man, I'm going to take a little break here. You mind just watching Hell's Kitchen? He's like, you know what I'll do? I'll create an entirely different identity for myself. <laughs> I will start a small business and watch your neighborhood for you, Daredevil. <laughs> That's who Black Panther right. is. Right? Now, now you, what you, and you can't muster up any actual kind of promotion to say to your, your reading public, Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. You can say Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool. Yes. Right? And, and to me, the way comics fans think is, if you are all over that mm -hmm. shit, they kind of get all over it because they can't get away from it. Yeah. You know? For the most part. Yeah. You know, as long as it's not involving a woman or any other black dude <laughs> or any other minority or, you know, yeah, like, basically, as long as, yeah, I, comics fans, sometimes you let me down. But yeah, I'm just saying. Right? Hey, I mean, it's true. It is. No? Like, that, that's, that's what I need. I need, okay. I want, need that dude. That, that's what he's up against. Right. <clears throat> You know, so the fact that Marvel isn't even public—I mean, it's like you know—we'll get the new album coming soon, new album coming yeah. soon, new album coming soon, and whether or not the album comes out is not enough entirely. Right. But yeah, I'm looking here, and yeah, Black Panther is the king of the Marvel mixtape. You get to, damn, oh, oh, yeah. He comes in, drops hot rush news. <laughs> That's basically it. That's how he's been treated, right? And now you got you got real hot shit coming. Hot sixteen, no, no promotion. No promotion. No promotion. Damn. You know? Damn. None. I don't like I don't see it. So yeah, that's but then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy if yeah. shit doesn't say like, oh, we gave we, you. We tried. That's that's the Marvel way. We tried. That's the Marvel way. Uh. You know? But now, so here's here's what I think, fandom. If mm -hmm. you're if you're really interested in this Black Panther book, buy the Black Panther book. I will also say buy two copies. Right, you you need to over support, right? <laughs> because Marvel will I don't know how long Coates has signed up for. More than likely, the standard situation is you only signed on for a story arc. Or two, a story right? arc, yeah. Ain't nobody really like it. That's like you know five six issues. If it's just a story arc, no one really is, seems to be signing shit with the goal in mind that they're gonna write thirty six issues, do three years. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not really a thing. No one's. Trying to do six. Brian Azzarello did like 36 issues of Wonder Woman, I think, right? 35 issues of Wonder Woman. That's practically unheard of. And his Wonder Woman run is so fucking dope that the writers who came on since can't wait to undo that shit, right? <laughs> because it's now, it's so good, right? And, and so critically well received that it's difficult for people to put their stamp on some shit when they follow it. Right. So if you're, a lot of guys who are interested in doing comics who come from the mainstream, they don't, comics aren't their career, right? So they they want to they got a little idea they want to do they want to do a thing they come to do it and then they're out right so what you have to do comics fandom is you have to support like you got to go nuts because if you go nuts supporting the fuck out of it 
the dude who's doing it right will come back. That's generally it. They, they'll ask him back. They'll, hey, man, don't, where are you going? This shit's moving. Right. Right? That's one way to do it. Like, you, 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 otherwise, Marvel will say, we tried. Oh, well. We tried. And then we'll get a think piece about how he failed or whatever, whatever. That's right. When, in fact, the story is and one it's gonna, thing. It's going to come right on the hills of, it's going to come right on the hills of Sam Wilson not being Captain, Steve Rogers becoming Captain America, you know, again. Like, it's going to oh. come on all these, all these great changes. These, these nods towards diversity and, and, and just trying different shit. They will all be undone. They'll all be undone. And it won't be like a white dude's gonna come along and write Black Panther. There will just be no Black Panther book, right? I mean, they might find a brother to come and do it, like, but it won't be Tom Hesse Coates and it won't be like Idris Elba's gonna write Black Panther or some shit. You know what I mean? Ladies keep your clothes on. Like, it's that's not right really a thing, right? It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, fucking like like Chewatella Gia Four is gonna jump into comics, like that's not going to happen. Like, there's all these guys out there. There's a lot of brothers who want to write comics, who love Black Panther, and they ain't going and, like, you know, they ain't going to my boy Joe Robinson Curry. Shout out to Joe Robinson Curry. And be like, yo, man, you know, you've been doing dope shit in the indie scene for a minute. Like, why don't you, you want a shot at Black Panther? Put a story no, on it. They're more than likely going to be like, well, that's it for Black Panther. You know, it's going to go from Tana Hesse Coast to Nick Spencer or Cullen Bunn or something like that. He's going to get 16, 17 issues. Right, the first eight will be dope, and then everybody's gonna be out trade waiting on volumes two and three. Yeah, and if you don't want that, and I don't want that, you don't want that. If you don't, don't want, want that, that, go nuts buying it. And when you do so, I'm gonna tell you what other books you should be reading if you're into books with brothers. All right, <laughs> Cyborg, DC Cyborg. They elevated that dude from the Teen Titans some years ago. Right. He's basically now in, in in New 52 continuity. He's a founding member of the Justice League. His book is good. His book is good, and they're not treating him like a dude who was once a Teen Titan who's now like a, a real full-fledged superhero. They're not doing that with this cat. Even his book, even his Justice League appearances aren't like that. Like, there's one guy, buy that. Buy the the, uh, the new Ultimates book. Because that book is, is surrounds uh, Monica Rambeau, Photon, and, and uh, Adam the Blue Marvel, right? Okay. Like, buy that book. Basically, it's, it's super scientists, right? Kind of doing like 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 universe hopping adventures and things like that, right? It's really cool. Buy Sam Wilson Captain America. Because while I'm going to say this, everybody was really into Anthony Mackie as the Falcon. Yes. Which got you more Falcon, which gotcha. eventually got you the Falcon as Captain America. And then people were just like, I don't know if I can deal with that. Right? <laughs> so the sales were not there. And there's a couple trades out there of stuff that was worth reading. It just happens that in comics, you know, Marvel, most comic book companies, the big two, are always trying to, like, promote a big event as opposed to concentrate on character development. Character, right. So they, they threw new character into big event, dropping you, the new reader, into big event, and that just confused the fuck out of people. But support that book. Squadron Supreme, because the, the leader of the Squadron Supreme is Nighthawk. Okay. Who is from the Supreme Power series. Do kind of oh, have like a like a kind of a black body oh, yeah, body yeah. armor kind of thing, yeah, yeah. With like a hawk eyes kind of you know, goggly thing. That guy, okay. <clears throat> he's the guy that orchestrated the murder of that. Namor. Okay, um, and Power Man and Iron Fist are about to have a new book. Huh? Yes, you know that's <laughs> going to be the hotness. So so I'm saying if you don't just buy your Black Panther, buy your two copies of Black Panther, and then support these other books out there because if you want to see black characters like get respect. You know, you got to show sales numbers, and that's all they're looking for, sales numbers. They don't, like, chat rooms and, and forums and shit, whatevs. 
You know? I mean, that, that okay, that's something else entirely you get to discuss how I think the fan voice can be big pro yeah. pro con. Sure. And both companies are even like the Indies Dark Horse image are, are served by we hear you. Yep. You want this thing. Right. We may give it to you and look like we're awesome. Like, look, people, you wanted it. We Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen's an example of that. Yes. A thing that was basically like an inside joke based on a sketch or whatever became a hot book for a minute. A hot book, yes. Yeah. And hot character and like, oh, right. look at the, oh, look, it's another chick who isn't, you know, boobalicious and da-da-da. Right. You know, kind of teenage girl doing a thing like. Jason is, Latour with an amazing comic, uh, a costume design. I think it was Jason Latour design, yeah. The, um, but you, funny you speak on on companies supporting and if you want more black characters, people of color characters, whatever, you have to support it because and the alternative is that you don't get anymore. Right. This leads, segues perfectly into the Oscars. Oh yeah. The segues perfectly into the Oscars. Oscars. About the Oscars and all that. Now, the thing about it, and this is the, the kind of thought that come that came on with it along the, the 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 axis of the internet where I hang out, is the fact that this isn't new. Right. There's obviously great performances and, and everything done by black people. You got one Latino um, getting nominated for something. Obviously, there the the body of work produced is great, but some reason you just can't seem to get nominated and get you a and, and get you a Oscar. It's not even like getting the Oscar, the fucking it's nomination. Like, nomination. Yes. You can't even like yeah, you gotta get the nomination. You can't even you get nominated. Like here's my thing with the Oscars, right? The Oscars to me are kind of like I'm wrong about a thing, right? I'm wrong about the I said years ago that by the time we got to like you know the second decade of of this century, these cats who were doing these votes and shit, all these old motherfuckers, like the kind of people that voted for Jethro Tull instead of Metallica for a fucking Grammy. I was like, by this point, <laughs> by the time dead. I'm in my mid forties, they'll be dead. <laughs> what I didn't count on was modern medicine is keeping dumb motherfuckers alive but, so much longer. That's true. But also they have passed along that indifference. In fact, to younger people. In fact, yep. So now there are younger people who are not old as hell. And, they, and, and, those, the younger, and those younger people think that the the only actor there is in Hollywood is basically Leo Di- DiCaprio. Like, that's what they see, right? Oh, Leo DiCaprio? Like, it's like in the NFL, mm-hmm. sometimes you talk quarterbacks and the only name anybody can say is Tom Brady or A.A. Ron, right? right? It's either A.A. Ron or Tom Brady. It's the only quarterbacks you know. But meanwhile, there are 30 more of them. There are, in fact, and some of them are really good. Yes. Some of whom you thought sucked yes. and who have good years and you don't know they had good years because the only narrative in your head is Jay Cutler sucks, right? Over and over and over that, again. That's it, right? You heard that from dudes who don't even watch his games, right? <laughs> and, and I feel like that's what, that's what the Oscars are. The Oscars are a, a glad-handing circle jerk, right? Yeah. yeah. For folks who really just want art house shit to win and, and, and their favorite, like, kind of modern dudes, right? If, if the Oscars could get away with it, they would vote a white man as best actress. Like, 
if they can get away with it. But who's the chick who she does nothing whatsoever but kind of stare off in space and she keeps getting up for best actress? There's a lot of them, so I'm not going to even... <laughs> you just described Jennifer Connelly to me. I think that's probably it. <laughs> but the thought, the thought being, because... Uh, that's all, what I think when in, I in, see in, Jennifer in, Connelly. In the, in the people of color circle, there was like, this keeps happening. Yes. Why don't we, you know, at some point, when do you give up trying to integrate yourself into this narrative? Because they don't want you there. They don't want you there. You whine about, you yap about it every year that, what about these performances? What about these performances? And then you get the pushback of, well, if they were any good, we would have given them an award. Right. Because we're colorblind. Right. And you deal, you get that. And then Michael he, B. Jordan didn't get an award. And I get, man, Michael B. Jordan, I get he's young, right? But like, come on, dude. That kid, that kid acts. Yes. That kid fucking Creed, acts. Creed was good shit. That kid acts. But like, only in Hollywood can a movie about a black dude, about the son of Apollo Creed, yeah. can any award go to one person and it's Rocky? Yes. Right. How? So, you know. Here's what I think you can't do. And this is what I didn't like about the entire thing. Like, I don't, I'm not an Oscars fan. I went, you know, I used to do the thing where I go to Oscar parties that friends of mine would throw on. And I just felt like, I just, I don't like the vibe in general, right? But like, I think that you can't, boycotting the Oscars is pointless. That's not It's totally pointless. pointless. The, the thing is, what you have to, America, if you give a fuck, you could boycott movies. You could stop going. You could stop paying. Except the people who actually give a fuck about the diversity of the Oscars aren't the kind of people who can stop going at such a rate that your makes a difference. is going to be noted. That's going to make a difference. You know what I mean? So, but what do How you many do? times have I seen the Oscar go to a cat who played like basically a paraplegic gay fucking frog or something? You know what I mean? Like th- those guys get awards all the time. You know, so it's like you you don't you you. The fact that the Revenant, that Leonardo DiCaprio got anything for a movie that came out, he got mentioned. I think the movie came out too late to actually win. Is that the deal? Like, the fact that that could even happen, it's like, I don't see that as a thing. What I think the actors and actresses who give a fuck should do is, I think they should themselves use their money and their power and their sort of prestige and the camera being on them to, on the night of the Oscars, do something else. That's what they should do. Okay. Do something else. The thing is, though, is that because blackballing is theoretically still a thing. Sure. Because they are probably the people who who benefit most now. That's why when Mark Ruffalo came out and like, yo, you know, this is some racist shit. Thing is, is that Mark Ruffalo isn't going to jeopardize any paychecks. Well, any more paychecks. Right. It's Mark Ruffalo's paychecks. We're talking right. About. Yeah. But the thing was the. the one of the narratives that surrounded this Oscar thing is, well, if y'all don't like it, get your own award shows. And there's other award shows. And this is just, to me, it's like, I, there are already other award shows. So, I think, and, I, and I, there's got to be other examples of this happening in life, where one says, the Oscars seem to not want us. So let's represent ourselves. And then all you got to do is compete for viewing dollars. You got to now get someone to go to a network and say, we'll put your shit on. That's the thing. That's the problem I have with the narr- with, with, with that narrative mm-hmm. is the fact that one-time Oscar nominee yeah. for directing yeah. does, still trumps, still greater than, sure. two-time Essence Award winner. Correct. Still. It's the Essence Awards. Hmm? It's the Essence Awards. 
thing is, there's no cultural capital built in any other award system besides right. Grammys and Oscars. And that's because they're, the, they're, the, they're the top of the they're the top thing. The top improvement, yeah. And these people, like you can't if you're mad at the NFL, you go to play in Canada. Then all right, you went and dominated Canada, but you dominated Canada, but you didn't compete in the NFL. You're the best base. You're the best baseball player in Japan from the U.S. You killed Japan, but in the U.S. you didn't do the thing at the highest level. So should we really give a fuck? Are we? Are we? Are we Except Ichiro, but, but I mean, I'm, like those guys come here and get recognized, and, and they and, come here largely when their careers there, and they've already done what they want to do over there. Yeah, but right? it's largely is it validation? That's that's the thing. It's like these things are validation. How, how long are you going to stand on that mountain? Where you're like, yeah, we're just gonna do our own thing, and almost every time this happens, it fails because eventually, the validation matters. Validation and, matters, and there's money in it. There's money in it, right? There's prestige in it. This is what you I can get my stuff for. done if I'm an Oscar nominee. I don't. I don't to know me. too many actors who got into acting not wanting to be recognized for their talent. Right. You know, and I, but I, when I, I know yeah. musicians who got into music thinking I don't care if anybody likes my shit, and a lot of them suck. You better find somebody to like it. <laughs> somebody needs to like your shit. You know. Somewhere. Find a guy. Find a guy to like your shit, and now you're on to something here. You know? That it, yeah. You, you, at some point, you got to do that. So, so yeah. So, the, the thought, the, the validation thing. People are like, well, why does it matter if you get... And then we go through the whole, well, if I'm not in for an Oscar, the next movie I make might get funded. The next thing I do, next thing I can get some hype behind it, and maybe get some money behind it. Maybe we can go to Sundance and do the damn. Mostly, mostly the only thing I really give a shit. Like I don't watch the shows, and I, my, the way I even watch movies and the kind of shit I enjoy differs from the kind of kind of folks that this will really matter to. So I will say that it's one of these things to me where the organ. I am not saying every year you need to be nominating brothers and you need to be nominating yeah. Latinos and nominating Asians. And shit. I don't. I, I actually don't care that right. much about I that. Just, you just want the best. My, my my concern, my concern is the organization itself doesn't see that there's a problem. That's what I'm concerned about. Like I, I'm That's actually why you, you concerned. You have a black woman president to say nothing's wrong. Right. Like I, I, I'm I'm concerned that the organization itself says, well, we it just happens. That these guys that we talk about every year really are the best every year. That bugs me a little bit more. Like, yeah, I, it's, it's like when when in, in baseball voting for the Hall of Fame, there's apparently a thing that you know no one can go voted in unanimously. Unanimously, yes, because Babe Ruth didn't get in unanimously, and Cy Young didn't get in. And unanimously. you hope those writers who have that vote die off, but they haven't. I want that vote taken from them. If you didn't vote for Ken Griffey Jr. unanimously and you didn't vote for Greg Maddox unanimously, fuck you, fuck your vote, take the you don't get the vote anymore. You don't get a vote. You anymore. wasted that vote. If you didn't think to that make on a the point. first ballot Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't think that on the first ballot, Greg Maddox, Frank Thomas, or Ken Griffey mm-hmm. Jr. were Hall of Famers, you've abdicated the right to vote. Some shit's just common sense, dude. Right. What I I agree. There's that and I don't want I don't want Every year, where brothers get nominated for shit, to be the year in which someone was an amazing escaped slave convict, bank robber, but crooked cop. That's the narrative that wins. I, I don't right. And I don't want that. So no, no since I don't. That. Since I don't want that, I feel like, you know, I want change. Right. It's, yeah. it, it's time. It's been past time. It was time. The year. I mean, I'm gonna tell you the year where I fucking flipped the table over. Was the year 
that Halle Berry won her Oscar. For Monsters Ball. I was like, wait. <laughs> she won for Monsters Ball a year after she did Swordfish. Yes, and Swordfish was horrible. And let me tell you, sometimes I use this thing when people talk about being mad that Ben Affleck is Batman. An actor is oftentimes an amazing actor or actress on their own. But a lot of times they're shitty actor and actress because of who the director and the writers are. Right. Right? If she's good enough for fucking Monsters Ball, Swordfish should have been better. Swordfish is not better. Which is to say that she's saying the words that somebody wrote, she's doing the action somebody did, but the shit she had to do in Monsters Ball, come on, man. She got no work for that shit. Halle Berry been acting a long fucking time, dog. The very next year, Denzel got his award for right. Training Day. Right. Denzel. Training Day. Have you all ever the seen shit, a Denzel watch? All the shit movie? Denzel's done. And that's the one we like. That's, that's the one? That's great. Word? He was acting like one of my uncles. Right? Denzel with, Washington. With a badge. Denzel, Denzel, right. If my Uncle Troy was a cop, he's Denzel Washington right there. <laughs> That's what I, that, every every time I saw it, I was like, if my Uncle Troy could be a detective, I, I could see, I could straight up see Troy being out there, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I could see it because Troy will say some things to you sometimes where you got to be like, whoa, what did he just, did I just agree to it? What did I agree to? Ah, shit. I've been at the crib, you know, like I've been visiting and, and Troy said a thing and I had to look at my wife and be like, what did I, did I just do something? And look on her face and be like, no, I think you're okay. I don't know what he said, but I, I think, I think you're okay. Cause I looked at her like, Hey, you moral conscience, <laughs> help me with my family. You know, like you, I'm watching you now. Do you look, you, you know, like internally you should look horrified. Right. If you look but horrified, my, something bad is right, happening. Right, right. I need to know. Right. So Denzel got nominated for that thing. And I was mad. I was like, damn, I love training. I liked it. I liked it, too. Anton Fuqua, who, my man, who's done so many movies. Tons. Many of which were some bullshit action-y things that were fun. They were fun. Which right? was the point. Training Day came out of nowhere to actually actually be good. Yes. But he didn't win an Oscar for Man on Fire. Nope. He didn't win an Oscar for Great Debaters. Nope. Not I, mean, I mean, we just go down the list of Denzel shit. But Lawrence like, Fishburne, I believe, has never won an Oscar. No. Lawrence Fishburne hasn't been in many slave redemption ass movies. My point, which is the thing. The thing is, we can say that because we yes. know that. Yes. Meanwhile, Hollywood, look, he just wasn't the best that right. year. Okay. Right. Like, but right, he was. Right. Thing is, you the 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 narratives that's come out afterwards was that Hollywood loves the slave narrative, yep. or Mammy, or Redemption, or Magical Negro. Magical Negro. I'm stunned. Will Smith doesn't have an Oscar for Bagger Vance. <laughs> Stunned. Ah, but that's the thing. It, it becomes a thing of how do we deal with black people doing regular shit? Hey, black people, black people go to school and do the thing and yeah. hang out and, you know, oh, look, moral issue. Right. That kind of thing. Where, ah, shit, what was the, um, shit, the kid, it was a kid's movie that came came out last year. Inside Out? No, it was uh, I'm t- uh, it was an indie movie. It got a ton of pub. People loved it, and the title was one word. I'm totally blanking on it. Anyway, but people loved it. Okay. Garnered no nothing whatsoever, and because it was, it was just kids and you know kids doing high school shit. Like, oh, let's go do a thing. Oh no, we're in trouble for doing a thing. And, you know, redemption, like, oh, story of 
of oh you know, we're growing up and love and whatever, whatever. Sure. so the thought being that Hollywood can't get over this yeah Hollywood the, the old people who are voting even the young people who are voting because they don't have black friends and remember also pro tip for black history month if you ever hear someone saying my black friend said this is okay and it's some inane racist shit ask them one question does your black friend have any black friends that is very important and i you know what you're right because sometimes your black friend is an idiot but i will say this to you america if you need a black friend to ask i'm your boy because i am in the market for a very small fee like i like jameson right i will come and legitimize your dumb ass so fast if you need legitimacy if you just need you need someone to save you invite me to a party you know don't worry i will come and cool your shit right the fuck up i'm i'm fine with it but will you co-sign bullshit no okay but but no 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 no. but i say no that i won't co-sign bullshit because when i detect the bullshit I can steer you back to the right. Oh, okay. Path. So you, know you okay? So no, I won't co-sign bullshit. Okay, so you're not gonna be the black friend like, oh yes, Stacey's dad was totally yeah, right. We yeah, hate yeah, Black yeah, History yeah. Month. We hate Black History Month. I, I, I told you how to deal with my <laughs> with the people I refer to as my racist friends. You know, like no, they just gotta hear it. They gotta hear what's up. And when when I get, why does there have to be a Black History Month? Because there are eleven months about not Black history. Right. Your history is. History. Is, is, is core curriculum. Right. Ours right. is an elective. Right. Fact. We just want to, we're in the core curriculum. In fact, the. Did you take an elevator to your office at work today? Oh, Black no. Black man. Did you stop at a stop sign? Black man. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. Do you have an uncle who had a double, triple, quadruple bypass? Black man. That's all I'm saying. It's just so much. It ain't about touchdowns. Right? It ain't about home run hitting. It ain't about playing dirty cops on TV. Right? Black history, if you live in a city with a grid pattern, shout out Chicago. Right? <laughs> black man. Like, I'm, th- that's what I'm saying. Right. You know? Like, I ain't even, like, I'm not. The reason you have a Black History Month is because there is a machine actively involved in making damn sure you don't. And that's kind of how I feel about any number of things for marginalized people, where, where if, if someone doesn't want you to have a right, you need to have that right. right. If someone is willing to throw money at you not being able to marry the person that you love, fuck that, I'm going to support that shit. Someone's willing to put money behind it, they give a fuck for all the wrong reasons. All of them. Right? All. Then I give a fuck. Oh. Why do I care about these things that do not affect my do life? Do not affect me. Because somebody else is throwing millions at making sure it don't happen. Fuck that noise. This is America, goddammit, and I can give a fuck on a whim. Right? I learn about things to give fucks about. Yes. Right? Yes. Please learn about things. To give fucks about. To give fucks about. I got a trunk of fucks I'm going to open. You know what I mean? This next year. Let me pop the trunk. Let me tell you. Right? I got some in the trunk. 2016, this is election year. Click, click. I'm opening my trunk. I got mad fucks to give come November 2016. Serious fucks to give. Serious. Right? Man, I got, I got, man, look, I got folks, I got fucks marinating right now. I got a crock pot of fucks marinating right now. You know? I can't, I can't even name the, the show that now. Because 
Apple would get mad and pull us, take our shit down again. <laughs> Maybe I just name it a crock pot full. Maybe I'll I got a that. crock pot of fucks. You know, it's simmering, simmering, simmering. So they're doing right now. I mean, it ain't cooking. They're just Straight simmering, up, just simmering, just simmering. Just keep it hot. November 2016. Keep it hot. Thing is, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Actually, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it um, because since we had our last show, uh, uh, many black people have died at the hands of the of the police. <laughs> You were gonna say with the oppressor. I swear in my, my head, I heard the next word. Police the oppressor. oppressor the know. man. Okay. At the hands of the man. At the hands of, you know. Florence and, Anderson just put a fist in the air. Yes. Uh, <laughs> God bless it. Um, which is still a problem. Um, still still an issue. Um, that's gonna be a, a, a thing. We're not gonna get into the politics right uh, on, on this one. Because politics aren't necessary. Politics aren't necessary. Uh, this is Chicago. You don't have to actually get into politics to talk about cover up. Various cover-ups to talk about, Various now cover-ups. we're going to make policy changes? Man, I mean, this shit's been happening in Chicago since I was a kid. And longer than that. The reason I knew that you don't do shit regarding cops as a child was because my parents told me, you don't do some shit if cops are involved because you're a young black man living in South Shore. And shit happens to kids like you. <laughs> you come up missing. Right? Now, the, 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 the point... We're angry about Laquan McDonald and, and, and cats are upset about Quintonio LeGreer and, 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 and this kind of shit. But like, truthfully, the only reason, the biggest reason why this shit, it's wrong, right? Like, it's dirty shit, right? But like, if it weren't for you being able to know about a police-involved shooting before the gun gets cold in this day and age, you wouldn't need a mayor or have a mayor who could suppress a shooting video as cut and dry as that shit. Cut and dry until after his election. Until after his election. And this didn't, like, there, there are cover-ups and there are cover-ups. <laughs> the fact that it's the dash cam video in the, in the, in the, in, in my, in the case of my man, uh, McDonald, the fact that it's dash cam video actually surprises me. Because what we saw in the past two years right. was actually people's fucking cell phones. Right. There are folks there. Yeah. Right, I'm a little stunned that it's dash cam video, cop video. Right, but got they, these dudes. Right, but right? They, they delete the Burger King shit. They delete the Burger King shit. Went in hardcore to delete the Burger King shit because there's cameras everywhere. everywhere. Right, I'm not. You know, there's no one ever going to be on the side of police brutality. No one's going to ever be on the side of we hope. like any kind of like you know like even the dudes out there. No, no, no. Even the dudes who are like you shouldn't have been resisting. They're not for brutality. They don't see the brutality, right? They've told themselves they don't see it, right? Well, because they think there. brutality is an entirely different thing. They think br- police brutality to these folks are what happens when cops or like prison guards or somebody walk into your cell and just hem you the fuck up, like in the movies, right? To teach you a lesson. That's brutality, right? To them, right? They see a black man laying on the ground, handcuffed, getting need. He should just stop moving. They've asked him to stop moving. They keep telling him, if it were me, I'd stop moving. <laughs> Right? Sometimes, man, catching a fucking knee to the ear makes you move. You know? You will twitch. Sorry. I, 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 I'm, I apologize that my prone and, 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 and defenseless position, I make you nervous. Can't help it. Right? I wish I had this fucking self-discipline to curl up into a fetal position and become completely immobile, more so than these fucking zip ties have got me. <laughs> So that I would not be making you feel like you can't go home to your wife and kids tonight. Like, 
we have had a bunch of things come up or, in, in or, Chicago. I went, or I went away. Right. And I make you nervous that I'm running away because obviously I'm going to go and get some and be back. Up until this, up until this last couple months, Chicago, I think, has kind of had an attitude where all the dumb shit involving cops involved other cities. Like, it wasn't a lot of Chicago related Exactly. And the fact that, like, you know, you got back in, like, October, November, the, the uh, McDonald thing, and, and over Christmas, the Quintonio LaGrid thing, the fact that all those things kind of happened like that, it, it kind of, like, fucked up your whole, like, kind of, not my city. Not my, yeah. Not my you backyard. Know, right. We're not Baltimore. We don't do that. We're not Baltimore. We're, we're not, not Baltimore. You know, we're not Cleveland. Right. We're not Cleveland. Like, like you kind of are, <laughs> because that kind of shit does and can happen anywhere. You know, and you're kind of worse. And you're kind of worse. Shout out to shout out to the Homan Street kind of barricade thing, black market building off the grid and everything where people go in. Oh, and the black site. Don't come the, out. The, the police, the, the Chicago police black site. <laughs> people yeah. go in, they don't come out. There, there's what is needed in our city, right? Isn't just like kind of police reform. Where it's like, like the thing that shouldn't, you should get angry when cops are just shooting cats who are like walking away from them. Right? Yes. Mm. You should get angrier when the mayor says, we want to give half of our officers tasers. Wait, no. <laughs> How about in addition to officers having, okay, fine, you just gave them tasers, right? How about really getting to the heart of what the actual issue is, right? What is it? about your police force and police forces around the country that have been so militarized and told that the populace must be fought, right? Get past that thing. Us versus them. The reason it happens in Chicago is we know damn well that a whole Chirac reputation comes from a fucking stream of illegal guns right over the Indiana border, right? Do something, if, if the mayor wanted to show some strength, He'd be in a governor's ass. In fact, two governors, because governor of Indiana is the one I hold responsible for. You know what I mean? Look, look, man, there's guns. Right, right there. You can see those guns from the skyway. Right? Here they come. Do something about that shit to do something about your street crime shit, to do something about the fact that you've told your officers they're in a war zone so that when they see a kid in a hoodie, like, tweaking, they ain't just capping dudes in parking lots. Like, what the fuck? Dudes opening doors getting shot. Wait, okay, he, he came at you? Wait, you had a fight with it? With it? How many cops? Where's the LaGrid thing? All you cops and a teenage kid's fighting you? You shot the neighbor. Dude, you shoot like me in a video game. Or when you hit something. Right, like you you didn't... What the fuck? Who came at you? Did Luke Cage come at you? Was he fucking... Was he, was he like throwing cars? Ping, 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 ping. Right. Bullets flying off you and all that. Why don't you want... Look at it like... That's what I'm like. That's where I think your anger ought to be. Is the solution to the problem is one that still says, "Let's point a thing and pull a trigger." Oh, we're gonna and then Repeatedly. we're gonna we're gonna get half of our officers. We're gonna get a bunch of officers involved in like mediation. But the fact you met these officers, officers don't give a shit about mediation. One hundred twenty-four, one hundred twenty-four, one hundred thirty-four officers have been responsible for thirty-four million dollars. Right, I believe it's thirty-four million in suits. In, in, in suits. And most of them are still working. Right. Out on the street doing the thing, getting their training day on. Right. That seems to be now an accepted cost. 
Right. Like Chicago is broke. Poe broke. We ain't we closing schools. We can close the mental facilities. We ain't got no money. But what we're doing with the city has set apart money. Like in case one of y'all, one of y'all boys in blue or ladies in blue start shooting, shoot somebody and we, they happen to catch them on video, even though now it's coming out that officers are sabotaging their dash cams on purpose. Yep. Oh, it wasn't working. Right. And the guy and the people fixing it, like this was intentional. You put the microphone in the glove compartment. Right. You broke the thing so the camera's looking some other way. And you have a populace who's like, that's cool. Cause you know, all the the people shooting each other on the west side and the south side anyway, and they just gang bangers and things. And but you know, we're just hoping that we don't catch, you know, a grandmother opens the door and gets blown away by right. by twenty two. We're gonna hope that doesn't happen to one of our people, because people want to go home to their wives. People want to go home to kids. I, I get it. Shit, I want to go home to mine. Yeah. But all those those gangbangers out there on the streets, yeah, endangering my life and your life too. Sure, Mister and Miss Northsider. Cause they out here. They shooting. Bulls right. don't have names. Right. It's uh, I got I got a problem. But yesterday, yesterday the day before in Lincoln Park. There was SWAT team called <laughs> to Pine Grove and Diversity, pretty much, for an active shooter situation in which it was discovered that a couple were testing a gun on a rooftop. <laughs> now, everybody got to explain that situation. Right? <laughs> you called the SWAT team because somebody was shooting in Lincoln Park. Why is it we always get it right in those cases? That, 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 you know, yeah. I'm not saying shoot them we're, too. We're asking questions. I'm saying there is a right to What's ask What's going on? Right. How is it possible that a couple can take some guns up to a rooftop? I don't know. To fire, I was telling my wife. My wife was like, it doesn't make any sense. I was like, well, maybe. I mean, from there, you can kind of like, you can kind of see the lake, kind of, sort of. Maybe you're firing out towards the water. To, you know what I mean? Like, maybe that's what they're doing. I don't fucking know. Like, it's stupid. And my wife was like, why don't they just go to a gun range? Because they're too lazy to drive to Harlem. Gun range is far. You just got a 7200 West. We got a grid pattern. Again, black man. 7200 West? 7200 West is Harlem. That's the border. As long as I see like Mundelein and shit. That's also might be possible. Like you, you, Mundelein is just another gun range. Right. But you can't, there are no it's gun way, ranges in the city limits. Right. Yes, right? No so you have to cross city. a city limit to get to a place that has a gun range. Yes. Right? When, when I went to a gun range, it was definitely across Harlem. I went with my buddy, who uh, is a detective in a municipality near Chicago, right? So we were able to do that, right? Right. Thing. But you got to leave Chicago. Yeah, leave Chicago. It just means that if you're, going, if you're a legal gun owner, in fact, at the time if you wanted to be a legal gun owner, being in Chicago is very difficult. Now it's not. Now but it. if you want to go to a gun range, they're easy to find. You can Google them. You will just find them across the board. But you're in Lincoln- Chicago's borders... Some of which are very close to you. Some of which are very far. Skokie, Morton Grove, those ain't far from Lincoln Park. They're far enough. I'm assuming if you're asking for a gun, I'm not even in Lincoln Park, you got a car. <laughs> Fuck you. Uber. Take a fucking Uber. Uber your ass to Morton Grove. You so you. far. Right. But don't want to inconvenience you. So yeah. While you popping off guns in Lincoln Park on rooftops. 
But yeah, meanwhile, like, yeah, no one gets shot. There are questions being asked. But, yeah. Hey, somebody's knocking at the door, Grandma. I'll go open it. Right. Well, there was a fight. So the, the, the police were responding to a domestic disturbance in which the kid who got shot actually called the cops first. Right. And the 911 operator hung up on his ass. Right? A couple times. And it, the cops didn't come until like a, a second 911 operator got a call and then showed up. In fact, I think the kid's dad called and it was the kid because I guess one of the standard questions is, you know, what's your name and you got to give your full name or whatever. The kid didn't quite get it. He, he, I think he was off his meds. And just yeah, shit he was off right. his yeah, he was, Shit wasn't going right. So he was having a little trouble with the process, right? Like a lot of times, like we don't call cops for shit, right? You finally get around to calling a cop, you don't know how it goes. And the truth is, America, when you have to call 911 for a thing, you got to kind of be in your right mind or utterly freaking the fuck out to get a response. Yes. One or the other. There's a little middle ground. You can't <laughs> massage 911, right? So <laughs> cops showed up ready to go, right? Yeah. Dude, by the time they got there, kid was probably even further gone. It gets into it, one of the cops. I don't even know. I don't know. But apparently, you open the door with a baseball bat and end up in a fight with a cop, right? That is not a, a one-second situation, Right? To where a cop starts shooting. Like, no. We have situations all around this country where motherfuckers get into it because they're tweaking or they're off their meds or whatever the fuck. And we just wait hours until someone can come and have a conversation. Even if it's a family member. We wait. You know? Everyone in the house is okay. What's he on with a baseball bat? Well, last time I checked, you can't shoot two people with a baseball bat. You know? And if you have a baseball, and proximity is needed for a baseball bat. In fact, you know. So you can only, you know, stretch it's across an, the plate so long. It's a Christmas argument. And listeners, I know many of you had those this year. Right? SWAT team get called. <laughs> the SWAT team get called. No. No. Huh. Well, we're glad that they didn't come and you're listening Man, to this. Some Thanksgivings. There's been some Thanksgivings where it's like, this can go either way. It's kind of dicey. This right can now. go. It's kind of dicey. All right, what's next on our agenda? Next on our agenda, that's a real quick, real quick sports wrap kind of thing. Oh yeah. Um, the big game is Sunday. I said the big game because we can't. No, we, well, we, we can't. can. We can say yeah, Super Bowl we because Super Bowl we we're not making money. Right, we're not making any money. But I find it hilarious. The NFL won't let other people say the word Super Bowl. Yes, because they own it. Right. They own words. It's complete bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. Complete bullshit. If I had a business and I have to do, and I'm trying to do something Super Bowl related to basically benefit me, and I mean the NFL is going to get theirs, and I have to, you call it the big game. Yes. I would prefer to not do it at all. If hey. I can't say the word Super Bowl, fuck your game. I'm watching from home. I'll invite <laughs> people to my house. Right. But what if you're trying to sell people chips? I get it. Hey, you doing something this weekend? I think Eat the chips? only important thing is I'm not saying it is endorsed by the NFL. And it's not an official Super Bowl anything. Like that to me seems like that's fair. But when I can't when I can't have a Super Bowl sale, I mean America knows it's a fucking Super Bowl is Sunday. No. Come buy some comments before you go watch the Super Bowl. Right? But I can't do that. Right. I gotta say shit like I'm having a big game sale. No. Also, a friend of mine who's gonna visit his sister in Berkeley couldn't figure out why all the hotels booked. Oh. Word? He did not know the Super Bowl was a Sunday. His sister, who's doing doctoral studies at Berkeley, didn't remember. His mom, his wife, nobody in the family connected that there is a thing happening in the Bay Area this week weekend 
It's already expensive. It's the fucking Bay Area. And there's a thing happening. And there's a thing happening. Hey, why are the hotels booked? Eh. So, he'll have to deal with that. But he have to stay but, fucking two hours away in a motel or sleep on her floor. He's like a, you already do when you go to fucking San Francisco. He's renting a camper. That's how he's getting rent. And he's going to park somewhere by her apartment. And yeah, that's how. That's I got a question about that. About what? Do, campers? Campers. Like, do we know any black people who do black people do campers? Yes. Really? Motorhomes? Like, like old folks do motorhomes. I get that. Yes. There's a lot of old brothers out there like who get to that retirement age and they want to travel around and wear like brown socks and, and, and fucking flip flops. This is why I look at my biological dad. This is where you fucked up. <laughs> Pop was all about, I'm getting my issues out right now. Hey, Pop. Pop was all about, I'm going to retire. I'm going to get me a Winnebago. I'm all over this bitch. Pop won't leave a fucking house now. Pop won't leave a house. Wait. Pop Wait, will not leave he, a goddamn he house. Be, because, I mean, the, who's going to take care of the lawn? The grass going to grow. What? His dream. His dream. He's like, I'm going to retire. The country, and Madden I'm, Cruiser type dude. I'm going to be in the winter. But you ain't going to know where I'm at. I'm just going to drive. He mad shit. Mad shit. Like, I like, I just, I just don't know, like, I, I don't know many young brothers who do it, right? I, no. I don't know anybody who's young, young brother, doing well, it. Because everybody brother. we know in our generation, is working. they fly, and they get a hotel room, <laughs> and they bring their asses As back right home. home. Yes, right. And, and even, like, I'm getting closer to knowing some cats who might retire. Right. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, I haven't been point. to too many retirement parties, but someday I will. <laughs> we hope. And I don't know at that point how many folks are going to be getting in a camper and touring the the nation, you know what I'm saying? Nation, right. right now, it's definitely old people that I see doing it. Definitely, old, right. And I think that once you've committed, once you've decided you're that kind of person, you can't half do that. No. You must do it. You got to get it. You if gotta you be tell out. me you're going to get in a camper and I won't know where you are, I fully expect that by the time the guacamole is spoiled from your retirement party, you're gone. You're done. You're done and you're dropping me postcards from random ass places. Yes. I'm in Arizona. I'm in New Mexico. I'm in Idaho. I'm in Washington. Yeah. Okay, huh? Okay, Pop, do your thing. As long as gas is cheap we and no one's going to miss you. Thing is, is that that's his excuse. But like I say, I had to get my, I had to get my issues out right there. That's still one thing my sister and I are still bugging about. Like, you were all about this shit. You were talking big shit. Who, who's going to... You know what he needs? You know what he wants, I'm going to say. Not what he needs. I'm going to tell you what your old man wants. Right, he wants to not do this shit by himself. That's another issue entirely. He wants to not do that shit by himself. That's another shit entirely. He's looking for somebody to co-sign it to be like, let's give it a week or two. Well, he's messing up in that department. <laughs> so we gonna leave that right there. Shout out to Pop. Pop Pop's been fucked up. Pop's been <laughs> Pop's, up. If you leave the house for longer than six hours, you've been replaced. <laughs> You fucked up, Pop. All right. That's all I got. I feel you. Um, so, um, I will say one thing about the Super Bowl. All right. Um, actually, I'm gonna watch dab it. on the cam. Dab on the cam. That's, that's I didn't it. even have an opinion about that shit until I saw more and more fucking hate. Like, it, what, I really, I didn't. The I, tears. Here, Cam, and and then when the mic called, he called a timeout because he was mad because like his helmet mic wasn't working or something. Right. And he came over, and the microphone was on him. Yeah. And he said something to the effect of, I can't hear a fucking thing. He said something, maybe had fuck in it or shit, and it was, he cursed. 
And the mic caught him live when they were going to commercial. We got people who are like, we got mothers of nine-year-olds writing yes. letters to the editor talking about how Cam has, how, how Cam is the role model. You have Brian Erlocker. Oh, my God. Brian Erlocker with hair. Yeah. Brian Erlocker with hair is like, I prefer my quarterback classy like Peyton Manning. At this point, I don't know how you don't root for Cam Newton. I really don't. I'm not. So in Brian's case, I'm gonna call that a little differently, right? I'm not. I'm, some cats, yeah. There's some racist bullshit out there that's going Cam's way. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put Brian or Lacker in that. I'm gonna say Brian prefers his quarterbacks submissive, and I use that word. <laughs> I use that word very purposefully. <laughs> He prefers his quarterbacks to understand that he is the center of the universe, (laughs) right? Brian Urlacher had a problem with Jay Cutler on this team, right? Jay Cutler wasn't going around fucking like dancing and acting all fucking crazy and shit, right? They could give you a fist pump, right? Right? (laughs) You know, Urlacher famously, I heard, I heard it today on this course. Shout out six seventy. You know, Lawrence Holmes, Jason Goff were on today. And they kept playing the cut of, of, of Jay Cutler saying, tell Mike Martz I said fuck you. Because Mike Martz is actively campaigning to have uh, Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt, Tory Holt in, the in, Hall the, of Fame. in the Hall of Fame. And he got mad because Terrell Owens got right. Hall of Fame. Right. Fi- is a Hall of Fame, Hall right. of Fame final. Right, right, right. So they were talking about that situation. And it's like, fuck you, Mike Martz. Like, your dudes, look, I, I believe they're in the conversation absolutely, right? Yeah. I, I don't mind cool. having a conversation cool. about this shit. But yeah. T.O., for all of T.O.'s antics and shit. T.O.'s productive. Right. Right. Brian Erlacher's situation is one in which I think Erlacher, the minute a camera was not, it wasn't about him and him being the beloved favorite son, I think that Erlacher, that he has a problem with that. Because I don't think Erlacher had a problem playing on a mostly black defense. No. I don't think he had a problem playing for an amazing black defensive head coach, defensive-minded head coach. I don't think he had a problem with that at all. No. I think he loved those situations. I think he has a problem with any time there's someone else at the center of a thing and we are not talking about his accomplishments, you know, Okay. and what he did. So his problem with Cam, I think, really comes down to he's watching a quarterback, right, do his damn thing and impose his will and his whole fucking career. That's been a problem for him. You know, Aaron okay. Rodgers and Brett as Favre, to, as opposed to yeah, I mean he's seen yeah Brett and he's seen Brett Favre wasn't Ron. classy. Brett Favre wasn't classy at all. And I can't wait till some people start saying some things about AA Ron because AA Ron got his dick knocked in the dirt a bunch this year. AA Ron next year might start slipping a little bit. But the thing was in, in terms of his, in terms of what he in terms of what you catch on the sidelines. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but if you if you're dealing with emotion. And like you got the fist pumps, you yeah. got the. It says, well, you know, Clay Matthews does his thing. He's a warrior, right? Aaron Rodgers does his his championship belt thing. Sure, sure. He's passionate, right? Cam does gives you a dab and gives the ball to a kid. Yeah. He's thug. Well, He's okay. Thug. No, no, no. I, okay, so the thug thing. Cold words. To me, the thug thing is basically for memes pointing out the differences between how they're treated. I have not heard anyone call, actively call, active, like I'm saying in terms of the media. There is no thuggishness about Cam Newton 
And I have not heard sportscasters saying Cam Newton is a thug. Okay. Now, fans, I've heard fans use the word because fans are stupid. Right? <laughs> Notoriously stuff. No, notoriously dumb. Fans are fucking dumb. So I have not heard the people who are in charge of giving you the narrative that they want you to have, right? Like when I defend Jay Cutler, it's because of what I hear the media say about Jay Cutler, who I know have not watched Bears games. Yes. You know, you count Cutler interceptions and the media who don't watch Bears games, these guys, the out of town guys, every interception's on Jay because he threw an interception. Never mind who the fuck he threw it to. Yeah. Never mind whether that they ran the right route. Never mind all the shit that it is, isn't on Jay. It comes down to it came down to my man, right? right? So, so Jay, he's got problems. That should happen to Aaron Rodgers. I didn't hear the same shit said about Aaron Rodgers because he was already AA Ron, right? Like, so, so I get that. Like, what I, with Cam, the problem is you can't have you can't have it both ways. You can't have a youthful, charismatic, athletic quarterback who also has the ability to be a pocket passer. And do the damn job, yeah. right? Who is also so in touch with sort of the with his finger on the pulse of the youth of America, right? Yeah, that's what grates against the establishment. So, because while the entire fucking stadium is whipping and naying, <laughs> right? The camera, the NFL can't wait to get a camera on fans doing all kinds of fucking crazy shit. Look at our fans out there just being enthusiastic. There are our fans paying NFL prices for tickets. Cam Newton fucking does like a D-Lo shuffle or some shit, right? And everybody, what's that all about? Right? Let's, let's ask our black friend. This goes back to, I explained to somebody a couple weeks ago. When you hear in the NFL, folks talk about quarterback play in the NFL. The first thing they want to say about black quarterbacks is they are athletic, mobile, Mobile and exuberant. And um, white quarterbacks. Instinctive. Right, right. White quarterbacks are intelligent. Cerebral. Cerebral and leaders. Right? That is the breakdown. Yes. Right? Cam is dancing in your end zone because (laughs) Cam got to your end zone. And you could not stop Cam from being in your end zone. When Colin Kaepernick had his one good year, like that that breakout when when they beat the Bears and Colin Kaepernick ended up in the fucking uh, Super Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. When that happened, I could hear sportscasters try their damnedest to not refer to the size of his thighs. I could hear it. Though there were a lot of references to his running style. <laughs> the way he runs. <laughs> the way he, there's speed, the way the speed comes at you. No, he, he's running. <laughs> That's what happens. There's Many no, people have done so before. He doesn't, you. he doesn't have a. There's no San Francisco running style. He, he wasn't coached to run. <laughs> He's running because he can't fucking throw it, right? You know what I mean? Well, he, he could wasn't. Be. He, he could be, yeah. He because yeah, awkward fucking delivery. No one knew what the fuck. But I'm saying he wasn't Adrian Peterson, <laughs> and he wasn't to, Barry Sanders. Shout out to Vernon Davis. Right. I mean, like. There are ways that black quarterbacks are, are you're expected to be a certain way and do a certain thing. Yeah, and then right? when you don't, they don't if have Cam a weird Newton, thing. Teddy Bridgewater, there's still one Teddy Bridgewater to run. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater is a pocket dude. In fact. Hey, Teddy, run. Teddy, like, I don't, nah. That's not my thing. Nah. I'm going to sit back in. You know who runs? The dude behind me who wears 28. Right, right. I'm not that he dude. runs. Yeah. I'll give him the ball. Because, in fact, if I start running and they start fucking hitting me, I'm going to retire in two years. <laughs> That's why Teddy Bridgewater's not running. Right. The the 
The thing about Cam Newton, and the reason that you know it's bullshit, is every time Cam Newton does this, he is not Ocho Cinco. He is not T.O. Right. right. There's no exuberant ass, no, like, no, no. There's three minute. There's no well, there's anger. No <laughs> Cam is smiling. Cam is happy. He's having a good, he's having a, he's having party, a great time. Right? That's the thing. That's how you know it's bullshit. If you want to criticize motherfuckers like like Chad Chad fucking Johnson having a sharpie up the fucking like the pad or whatever the shit he did and doing the dances. Well, he, had rib, he had rubber dance. Yeah, T.O. had the T.O. had the sharpie. Joe Horn had the cell phone. The, the, the shit that those guys did, they did a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And it was really yeah. all about them. Yes, extracurricular bullshit. All about them. When, when Cam Newton does a thing... The whole team did a fucking thing. Like, this is different because the dude's happy the entire fucking time. The play worked. His teammates are like, you, you can tell when teammates are pissed at you. Yeah. They ain't celebrating with you. Right. They going back to the sideline. Right. Instead, now we're having like a big group hug and the shit. Like, right. Ooh, and they jumping on your shit. Like, ooh, and all that kind of thing. Fuck that noise. Like, I I, I, I wasn't a big Cam Newton fan. I'm not a Carolina I'm, Panthers fan. I, honestly, I'm a, I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. And I wanted to see my weird, sleepy eye having ass Russell Wilson fucking in the Super Bowl. I wanted that, right? Because every time I see Russell Wilson, I want to give him coffee. <laughs> you play in Seattle, drink the fucking coffee. You look asleep. Sleeping bastard. He does. He just looks like, mm-hmm. hey, how you like? If, if, if someone told me that dude smoked a pound of weed a day, I'd believe it. His, his eyes are lit like a motherfucker. Every time I see him, and it bugs me. And he's got that weird kind of almost Jerry curl situation. Yeah, it's like the curl. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, the curl's weird. I don't know what to do with it. I look at I look at Russell Wilson, and I think he's a fullback. I don't think he's a quarterback. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm okay with my think fullback having like some 1980s hair and like being half asleep. He's just gonna be blocking for motherfuckers. Like I, I'm okay, fine. I'm, I'm good. Okay. You know. Considering Seattle's fullback is a. a a, a dude so big he rips his jerseys. <laughs> I love that dude. That dude was that dude. Yes. I'm totally forgetting his name, but he's a pro bowler. He's awesome. Um, but he has a big dude. Yeah. But I look at him. I don't think he has an A's haircut. He no. may have a flat top. Though. He might. Might have a flat top. I had a flat top. Um, so the thing with so yeah, dab Super on him, Cam. Fuck it, dab, dab, dab on him. Um, I was a quick thing about the NHL All Star Game and John, John Scott. Scott. Yo. Yo, the NHL... Fuck is <laughs> Fuck you, NHL. Yo, but the fact they're taking credit for what essentially is a great story... That they tried to prevent from happening. They tried to prevent from happening twice. Fuckers. The NHL and the thing... This, exhibition the, game. this was the only thing that people who didn't even pay attention to hockey like like, really? This is going on? Where, as a lark, John Scott, who was a career defenseman, career enforcer, scored five goals his entire... Barely skate. <laughs> can barely skate. Six I foot, skate faster than John Scott. Six foot eight, 280. And his job is basically, don't mess with my people. Don't mess with my teammates. That's his job. He's an enforcer. He's not the last of a breed. He does what he does. Because hockey's one of these weird kind of things where they figure they can police themselves. On a lark, he gets invited. He gets voted, fan voted, to the All Star Game. All Star Game usually you got the best and the brightest and the fastest and the all that good shit. That's fine. A write-in vote went nuts. So, and internet, internet, you're responsible for a lot of shit. 
a lot of shit internet. And the internet got a hold of it. They boasted the shit. And he and the NHL came to him and said, discourage this. And he and he did. And he says, don't vote for me. Vote for somebody else on my team. Do that. And people they didn't care. They sent that dude down to the minors. <laughs> they didn't care. So in order to get around this, the NHL, with the cooperation of two of its clubs, said, we're going to trade you. He, was, he, was, he got more votes than every superstar, than even your Patrick Kane, even your Jonathan Taves, even your hometown dudes. They got, he got more votes than them. Yep. And then they said, well, the top vote getter is the captain. So he gets to be the captain. The NHL says, okay, we're going to engineer some back, some backdoor shit, and we're going to have him traded. Right. We're going to have him traded before, after the trade deadline, but before the All-Star game happens. So guess what? He's not eligible to play now. We're going to trade to the minor league. We're going to trade to the, to a team that's going to take put you to the minors, and they're in the Eastern Conference. You were traded from Western Conference team, which you're a captain of, to the Eastern Conference team, which doesn't have you on its roster. He does not see this coming. No one sees it coming. The NHL gets a ton of shit for it. Finally relents. He comes up to the All-Star game. He's not even wearing a team sweater. Yep. They can't introduce him, John Scott, of the Arizona Coyotes. They can't even say that. Nope. Because he's not there anymore. Now he's in Montreal. Montreal and shit. They could say down. representing the... No. Because he's in the minor leagues, and the minor leagues tend to be affiliated with a particular team, they right? Are. They are. So they could have, you but, could do that but if they he's wanted not, to. But, but no, he's now representing a minor league team of an Eastern Conference team. Oh, I see. Okay. You don't, you, so he was playing for the Eastern Conference. He, he was playing for the, he was, no, he's playing for the Western Conference. Okay. He got nominated for what, because he played in Arizona. He got nominated to be the Western, Western Conference. Western representative. He got traded to Montreal, which oh, is in the Eastern, Eastern Conference. Conference. Yeah, yeah. And they sent him down to the minors. He's okay. not even a National Hockey League player anymore. No, but that's what, that's my point. So even though he when all this shit went down, they were trying to get him in the game, into the game. He was playing for a Western Conference team. Yes, he was, and he was traded to an Eastern Conference team yes. to kind of get around the rules. To get around that, yes. He he could have come up. The NHL, any sport can tweak their fucking rules. On the they floor. can tweak the rules on the fly, but the rules should have been all right. John Scott is here, voted in by fans of this, but representing this. This is what they could have done because I'm a classy motherfucker. And I know the big motherfucker can't skate, but it's a goddamn exhibition game that doesn't mean shit. And the NHL is working every damn year to try to do something to make their game interesting. Because it's, you know, it could be a good, interesting exhibition for the bulk of the country that didn't fucking watch hockey. Could be. You know, but, you know. But, you classy motherfucker, right. the NHL is not. They're not. Fuck NHL is not. John Scott shows up, standing ovation. Standing ovation for like two or three minutes. Where they introduce him. They introduce Patrick Kane and Nashville Booze, which I found hilarious. Yep. To which actually John Scott actually joins them, laughs about it, and Patrick Kane figures out the only way I, I can get this crowd on my side is if I have a pretend fight with John Scott. And, well, that was after John Scott knocked him down. John Scott kind of enforcer knocked him down and shit, and then Patrick Kane had to go after him no one did. When I saw Patrick Kane go after him on, on the news, <laughs> it was like when, you know, your little nephew is trying to get at you and you just kind of put your hand on his head and hold him back. Patrick Kane, no, you don't want none. You want none. 
Well, Sit no. your ass down somewhere. But not only does John Scott show up, not only does the crowd love him, not only does he show up in the all star in, in the schools competition and actually do pretty decently. Not only does he get introduced for the All Star game, gets tons of love. He messes around. He scored five game, five goals his entire sure. career. He scores two. Yep. In the All Star game, he wins. And at the end, part two of why the NHL sucks, the NHL did not put him on the MVP ballot. Correct. Because there was no chance he'd be MVP. No chance. He was the first write-in MVP vote. Yep. Next year, mark my words, the NHL is not going to have any sort of fan voting whatsoever. It's going to be it's going to be USA versus the world again, (laughs) and it's going to be some kind of like uh, which I don't mind. I don't mind USA versus the world, and then it's going to be like something based on actual stats, like a computer is going to do it, like the BCS, right? We're going to try something different this year. They do every year. Three on three is too different, but yeah, let's not do that again. So. He messes around, wins the MVP trophy, and the best shot is him having to smile at the commissioner. And Gary Bettman is the worst. You think Roger Goodell is the worst no, commissioner? No, Gary Bettman is the worst. Gary commissioner Bettman in all sport. Yeah. is the worst commissioner in all professional sports. I would only think that maybe somebody who's a commissioner for like golf or NASCAR could be worse because NASCAR is full of fucking racists and golf is full of racists who wear sweaters. So I got I, they might be worse, but. Actively, like like in the news, worse. Gary Bettman can't fucking stop yeah, himself. Yes. So yeah. So um, I will say I did enjoy. I, I enjoy the fact that I didn't. This is. I'm not a fan of John Scott the enforcer. I'm. A, we are a fan. I'm not a fan of any enforcer in hockey because I think fighting in hockey is stupid. Fuck it. We can discuss that too. It's dumb. I'm. I'm, I'm mostly on board with that. It's but, dumb. But. John Scott wrote an article about what the NHL tried, did to try to get them out of the game and how they tried to come at him with, well, you don't want, you know, you don't want, you know, it's, it's a sham. This is really a sham. You don't want your kids, you know, I mean, you think your kids would be proud of this? He says, I'm their dad. Right. They're ecstatic. <laughs> they're what ex- dumb fucking question is they're that? They're ecstatic. I'm here. Why would my kids be, oh, dad, you got elected on a sham and went to the all-star game the fuck did you you're not as cool you're not as cool as pk suba <laughs> pk Subban, shout out to pk Subban. dude was like mvp dude was great played up to the fans did everything right shout out to him i just wish i, I, I just wish not. i just wish montreal did you better dog that's all shout out to also dustin bufflin who every yeah. time he scores he dabs Really? Which, yes, which sends hockey writers into apop- apoplexy. Really? It's great. Why? What? Wait, what now he's this? showing off or they just don't know what he's doing? They both. Oh. <laughs> what is he doing? Oh, that's one of those black things that that football Wait, guy no, 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 does. Oh, okay, okay. I, I can see it being like it's a Cam Newton thing. I can see them thinking that. Yes. Wow. Yes. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Evander Kane does it too. Um, the other, well, of a, a very uh, there's like winger. thirty black dudes in hockey at this point. I can name them all, but Evander Kane <laughs> is probably the most prolific scorer okay. at this point. Um, and actually, he's, he's a huge name. Um, well, was anyway when he was in Winnipeg. Um, yeah, and I point out huge name, but he was in Winnipeg. He was in Winnipeg. Hey, you know, Winnipeg has some love because they got a new team. Da da da. Whatever. 
So new uh, team. Well, they got their. It's, it's a new team because the old when was it like the the Cleveland Baltimore thing. Like yes, the, where the old they got the Browns back, so the Winnipeg Jets are back in Winnipeg. But we can't. But the Ray, the, but the, the Ray, Whalers back. Yes, but the Whalers moved to Carolina. So, but, they, but is there a Whalers now? No. Okay, so the the, the Carolina yeah, Predators. the Jets things are, the, the the Jets thing is particular. That's only happened once. But the team that the Jets used to be, which is now in Arizona, the Arizona the Arizona Coyotes, Coyotes, yeah. They still own Jets records. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. This oh, new because team, Cleveland, when they went to Baltimore, the Baltimore records are now the Baltimore records. Cleveland kept its records. So the Browns players now. No, no is it the opposite? This is the opposite. Ball, it would be in hockey. In hockey, yeah. it, it would make sense. Like, you are along with the the records you, you sure, have sure. now. Yeah, yeah. So used to be the Cleveland Browns. Now you the Baltimore Ravens. You get to start new. Yes. The in Ravens hockey, are now a new team. Yeah. In hockey, though, yeah, well, you know, you move from Winnipeg to Arizona, you still own the Winnipeg. So Jeremy Roenick is on the Winnipeg Jets all-time list for something. Yes. Effectively. Because okay. he's, a, he's a Coyote Jet. He was a Coyote. Yes, he was a Coyote Jet. That's what how the fuck? That's how stupid this shit is. But that's what happens when Gary Bedman gets hold of your league. But I thought in the NFL there was something where the, the, the team, the, the city did not got a new team their records just kind of like pick up where they left off. Didn't that happen but, somewhere? But it wasn't the same ownership. See, oh, okay. All right. So, okay. The, yeah, the the Whalers became the Hurricanes. Yeah. The owner said, "We, I know that people want Whalers stuff. Yeah. Because people in Hartford loved them and I just ran them out. Sure, sure. As soon as I got the money. Yeah. I still own the Whalers though. Yeah. So, all the Whalers stuff is Carolina stuff. Yeah. Hey, I want a, a Whalers jersey. You can't have one. Because Peter Carmanos went, nah. I'm, nah. I'm done with that brand. I'm done with it. I'm not going to let you do anything with it. You can't make NHL. You cannot make up heritage sweaters or throwbacks. or Nope. What? Damn. Carmanos was like this until, I think, 2012. Where he said, you can make, like, T-shirts and sweaters. Like, I would still want, like, I'm a fan of all things Seattle. We've talked about this many times. If, if if the Oklahoma City Thunder could do a throwback to be the Oklahoma City Supersonics, I actually think I might buy a t-shirt or, like, you know, I've been going to the gym a little more. I might show the guns. You know what I mean? I might I might do that shit. Because I'm not a fan. I mean, I'm a fan of the Thunder because I like the players, right? But, like, they're not the Sonics. They're not the Sonics. I still have... A hand towel that I got opening night of of the year that it was like Ray Allen and Vladimir Redmanovic and Lou Ridnour. Luke Ridnour was like my, my, my first wedding anniversary. Me and the wife wow. were in Seattle. Luke Ridnour and, and 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 Ray Allen and Vladimir Redmanovic. Man, dude, I still have that towel. It's real to me, damn it. It's real to me. But the fact that the Oklahoma City ownership was so quick to get out Yes, they, from they Seattle, ran out of it the they minute they could. Fuck out. They but, ran they, out. But, they, but they could say, when it's throwback time, hey, you guys. I mean, Kevin Durant, I, I didn't think this. I forgot Kevin Durant played one year as a yeah, Sonic. Yes. I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. So they could do it. Because I thought Durant basically came on when they were in Oklahoma City. But he actually yeah. got to be in Seattle. Yes. You know. 
So that could happen. And I think the NBA is smarter about that. The NBA may be smarter, but it, it comes to the owner. The yeah, owner's the like, owner's I, an either yeah. I don't want to open that chapter again because I've seen people wearing Durant Sonic jerseys. Yeah. I've seen that. But they did sell them in that year he was there. Right. And then I'm pretty sure when they moved to Oklahoma City. Like, and nobody, so selling. basically no one's selling a Westbrook Sonic jersey right now. Probably just angry Seattle fans and shit. <laughs> Look, let's remind off. you of the player you never got to see. Right. I mean, the team hasn't lived up to the potential I really, we really think they could be. That's, so Seattle really didn't lose a world champion. They lost a potential world champion, world champion. that hasn't even found themselves in the finals yet. Right. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm right. remembering this correctly. Right. It's not like a Baltimore thing, like a Cleveland thing, like, we won a championship, but we weren't in Cleveland. And two of them. <laughs> Deal. Yeah. Which is... On the other hand, what uh, I'll say about the Cleveland-Baltimore situation is you have no wife beaters or mass murderers. In Cleveland? Yeah. Wait. I'm thinking this one. Hold on. There's... Was it Josh something-something? Was the wide Ritz? receiver. Yeah. No, no, was the wide receiver. That was weed. That was just a ton of weed. Remember you just no, no, no. He had a bunch of weed, but they had a... Oh, was he Josh the guy Morgan? Was he... Josh Morgan. Was Josh, he, he was always in trouble for some He was guys. always in trouble for okay. some Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Josh Morgan was the one like in They ain't the- stabbed nobody or watch a stabbing. That's true. But he didn't go to prison for obstruction. But his name ain't, ain't Ray. And you know was <laughs> and if they keep going along, Cleveland's gonna have another thing where we're going to have a known alcoholic quarterback. No, they won't. Who we're who we're going to pay money to. Well, they may have to pay him money. No, they want to pay him money if they cut him. Uh, there's no guaranteed contracts in the NFL. Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackson doesn't want him. The yeah. new, new... He's going to be cut. Johnny Manziel is going to be cut, and he won't even be able to play in Texas. Because fucking Texas is going to... Dallas is going to end up getting RG3. They won't get RG3 and Johnny Manziel. I realize this is Stakes has had the Black Nerd Podcast, so we can have a future conversation about which quarterback that is completely fucking useless that they overpay for. Did they overpay for the skinny white kid who just can't get out of the fucking strip clubs and God knows what else is going up his who nose? give us so much money in merchandise. Yes. Yes. Because Johnny's coming home. That could be, man, okay. All right. Ha! All right. So that's that. Um, the shit we like. We didn't do shit we like. We did shit we like. Let's quickly do shit we like. Um, I'm going to tell you, I've already mentioned Skyrim because yes. I've discovered Skyrim and oh my God, I like Skyrim. Okay. I've been so Legends of Tomorrow started on the, on okay. the WB. It's the okay. joint. It's the thing that goes. It's in the Arrowverse, you know, with the, the Flash and Arrow, and it's basically the TV show that stars Rip Hunter, Time Master, <laughs> which someone thought was made up. A, a customer of mine thought. A customer of mine's like an old school comics dude. He just never encountered Rip Hunter. In fact, he'd asked me to find like a, a omnibus edition of a certain comic series from like the fifties and sixties, just on a whim because he wanted to read the old school shit that I loved and he loved too. And then we start talking about Legends tomorrow. And he's like, "Why did they even make this Rip Hunter guy up?" And I was like, "Wait, he's from that series you just asked about. You're about to read that guy's stuff. And we can find it, you know. Rip Hunter's been around since the '50s, but um, I think the show is starting off a little shaky for me. But I think it's starting off shaky because it's basically made up of a bunch of supporting characters <laughs> who need to gel. Okay, right? They need to kind of find which actor actress is going to really be able to have this shit written around them. Okay. Like in The Flash, I love The Flash. It's like my favorite show on TV, right? Cisco Ramon vibe. Cisco Ramon's character on The Flash. The first season, <coughs> he's a supporting dude. He's clearly a supporting dude. And he's important because it's important to Team Flash. But season two, 
Cisco is step the fuck up. Like you care about what Cisco's going through and his involvement. Like they're writing for him now. Okay. Not just writing him. Right? They're writing for this guy. And that kind of needs to happen sooner rather than later. Okay. Because if it doesn't on shows like this, we're always worried about the bubble bursting. How many shows about comic books can we have? And there are a lot of them out there, right? There Lucifer. Lucifer is a comic book based show. Just starting. Right? It just started. So like you you there's things out there that if, if they're not supported and if you don't if you don't figure it out quick, you can get one season and, and you're and you're, you're done. done. Right? And you're done. And you're so done. I think Legends is on my on, the flash is still an A minus. It was an A, it was an A plus for season one. Season two is an A minus. Okay. Right? B plus. Legends of Tomorrow is a C. It's a C minus for his first two episodes. Okay. But I'm still watching because I can't not watch a show that has Heat Wave, Captain Cold, White Canary, Firestorm. The kid playing the other half of Firestorm is straight bringing it. Bringing it. I don't, I, I, brother's name is Lil, I don't know his name, right? Like, but Firestorm is. You might like, say Lil something. And I, I was going to make I was, was going <laughs> to Call him Lil something. Oh Lil, Lil Actor Dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lil Ray Ray. So Lil Ray Ray is is the other half of Martin Stein because uh, uh, Arrow's brother went on to do something else, so they weren't using the other fucking kid um, from Arrow's brother. They weren't using him anymore. Ronnie okay. Raymond's not in, therefore. So they and it already kind of fucked over the Jason Rush situation. So they gave you this other kid, Jax, his character's name. You know. Mm-hmm. So yes, watch the show. Watch it. I think it needs to support. But I'm, I'm enjoying that. And the new Dream Theater album came out last week. Oh, my God. My favorite progressive metal band has made a rock opera. It's hard to listen to it at the gym. There's a lot of, like, orchestral interlude movements and shit. You're trying to get your pump on and shit, right? And it's like, woo with the flugelhorns and shit. And it's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Now I'm going through the pastures. I don't want to. God damn it. Right. You can't be pumping iron and going ah, Damn, yeah, so that's, that's a thing. But I, I'm thrilled that my new, my, my favorite band has made this album. And I went out looking for tickets. They're coming to Chicago in April. And they're playing the Chicago Theater. And I'm not at that point as an adult yet where I, I wish I was, where I can just drop 150 bucks on a ticket. Because that's kind of where we're at. But one ticket. Damn. Yeah. Well, depending on where you want to sit. Like, I can, I can pay 60 yeah. If I want to be in the corner. And be in the building. Right, like, right, right, right. So, in the Chicago Theater, they're like the Vic or the Riv, where I can I can get in the, if I can get in the building, I'm in the front of the fucking stage. Right. If I'm in the building, I'm on the motherfucker. <laughs> I'm working the fucking soundboard, you let me in this bitch. Like, I can't do that at the Chicago Theater. At the Chicago Theater, no. Right? Have, at the Riv. They have seats. If I'm in the door, I can drive the tour bus. Right, you let me in, I'm in charge. Right? <laughs> I got this. Go ask that knowing guy. Me. He knows where stuff is. That's right, right. Knowing me, I can pull that off. Right. But at Chicago Theater, I gotta. I might have to wear pants, you know. I might have to wear. Pants. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. Realness. <laughs> Realness. What you into, Troy? Um, let's see what I got. I got. Um, in my interest of uh, getting my thing done and doing things and whatnot, on Instagram, um, T World seventy seven. Y'all should get on. Get up on that. Um. That I follow a bunch of, of of artists who are doing things. And who's just awesome, just blowing me away. Shout out to Jason Latour. Jason Latour is also a huge Carolina Panther fan. Okay. So um, and he like he, he's drawing things, and then here, here he's at a game. He's drawing some things, 
here he is with his mom and his mom's dabbing. Like, wow. Okay, this is this is odd, Jason. I, I, I appreciate you giving me an insight on the life, but I, I I wasn't expecting like a 65 year old woman dabbing. That just I didn't sure. I didn't see that coming. Um, but just just a ton of people doing good shit. And shout out to my man Al, who lives in Winnipeg. Um, one of my three favorite Canadians. He went on this another podcast, not a rival, not a thing, but it's called Tough Love. It's like it's a design kind of thing where um, art people are talking about the industry and talk about the business and everything. Okay. And so he came on and he said, "This is my situation. Um, I'm trying to, you know, create more and do more, whatever, whatever. What do you think I should do?" And so the dude who's hosting it gave him some feedback and everything. And these are all big names in the design world. You're doing posters, you're doing signage, you're doing packaging, all this stuff. And these people are giving them a ton of stuff, including just having a sketchbook. And this stuff I do already, but this is one of those resolutions that may actually stick. You know how, oh, January 1st, I'm gonna get it in, I'm gonna get it done. And January 14th, you're like, I don't wanna see the gym anymore. Or I'm not going to go today. You know, I'll go tomorrow. And then tomorrow turns into next week and da-da-da. The thing is, though, is that they're real big on making things. They're real big on making things and acknowledging the fact that you make things because, and you, you get the urge to make things and everything, but you also, you're doing it not only for yourself, but you're doing it for the feedback. You're getting it for, hey, look at this thing I did. And people go, Ooh, I like that. Can you make me one? Ooh, I like that. Can you post it on this web on this Facebook page? You get that, and that's the kind of thing that kind of basically feeds the beast, as it were. Even as you have a nine to five, you know, you have a, you know, you have a family, you may have wife and kids and da-da-da. But you're doing this shit. And it was really big on if you love to do it, and this is something I needed to hear at the time. If you love to do it, Find people who do it. Find people who love it. Look at what they're doing. But do not, whatever you do, do not compare yourself to those people because they got their own thing. They're doing their own thing or whatever. So I'm looking at Jason Latour. I'm looking at like a bunch of other people doing great work with mediums I can't really even hope to even deal with. You can write a comic. I can write a comic. You're part of a comic, in fact. I am indeed part Shout of a comic. Shout out to Identity from the Northside Comics Art. Yes, indeed. In part, Who are part doing two a drink soon. and draw here at Third Coast Comics on Wednesday? Oh, yes, indeed. Wednesday the 3rd. 3rd of February. Um, I guess that will matter if you get this uploaded tomorrow. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, part two of that coming. Part two of that, I got something in there, too. Um, but the thing is, is that you got to do... It's, it's about doing stuff. So right now is really the motivation... Um, in the form of other artists, you know, who are doing stuff. Shout out, um, Spike Troutman got some got a Kickstarter coming out. Um, Spike uh, is always busy. Always stupid busy. She cracks me up. <laughs> Spike, I love you. You're hilarious. You're awesome. And it's just it's just a matter of I, I just I'm just loving the fact is the creative energy that hits and the fact that you can't not do something at that point. Like we know a bunch of people who are doing random things and making songs. They're making beats. Shout out to Luke. Luke's at the beginning of this episode. Um, they're doing. They're doing things. And they're sharing them. And they're giving you. Oh, I did this thing. Check it out. And you're like, oh, I like this thing. 
here, here's a dollar, you know, or I like this thing, I'll pub it up on my Facebook page. That's great. And that ends up being just something that, you know, just so many artists doing a lot of good stuff. Um, you just can't help but to be motivated and be inspired on the shit. I'm just on that, you know, I got my sketchbook. I'm just doing what I do. Um, plans for the year and everything. So that's the, if I had a list of artists, I could probably name them. Eh. Um, but that's that's right there. Um, also, the um, there's a number of things um, that I'm reading. Not so much in terms of, I don't do the TV thing, but we've discussed that already. Um, Southern, ba um, Southern Bastards, the, the Jason Latour thing. Um, um, let's see. Southern, uh, Southern Bastards um, got up on Spider-Gwen. I enjoyed Spider-Gwen. I read the Black Panther, um, not kind of omnibus, but the collection, the I Christopher guess. Christopher Priest thing? The Christopher Priest, yeah. Okay. Um, just kind of a, a prep kind of thing. Sure. Um, there's a lot just uh, there's just a lot of good stuff a lot of good stuff in in comics I'm rereading uh, a number of Walter Mosley books Walter Mosley my one of my favorite authors of all time um, he just came out with a science fiction book I do not recommend it because oh. Walter Mosley cannot write science fiction and no one's about to tell him not not to um, but as soon as he brings out a thing about his his, his characters about the Another Easy Rollins book, another um, Socrates Fortlow book. He's on point with those characters. He knows how to write them. They're very, very involved. But sci-fi might not be his thing. Sci-fi is not his thing. Yeah. He wants to do it, and no one is. No one's. If you're a publishing house, you're going to take that loss on it. Yep. and just like, okay, cool. You got that out your system. Let's go with something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just like I say just. I'm just enthralled right now with making stuff. So that's uh, make shit, y'all. Make, make shit. shit, make shit. Create every day. Not not as Nate Dog. No, smoke <laughs> weed every day. No, we're not doing it. We're we're, we're make stuff every day. Make that's stuff every day. So that's all. I, I think that's all I got. That's all we got. That's all we got. That's fantastic. Should get nice. All right. So in conclusion, this has been episode eleven. Stakes is high. Stakes remain high. The, the Black Nerd Podcast. Up in your area. I have been Troy Hunter, eh? At all at tall black guy. Um yeah, I'm just doing stuff. So holler at me on the on the social medias and things. I am Terry Gant at Third Coast Comics. I am Doc Midnight on Twitter. I am Terry Space Ghost Gant on Facebook. Um and we will be hollering at you later. Yes indeed. And and we it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. Wow, the podcast. Step two. But we'll be we'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll be back late. We'll be back a lot quicker next time. We will check y'all later on. Peace, people.